My name's Stuart. This is my buddy Christian Delafield, and this is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. Cheers. Okay, so. Um, you can't even see it, I don't think. So, Christian and I came to know each other pretty recently, as far as like actually knowing each other. Mm-hmm. And um, you may recognize him from a video that I posted on my personal account. Or no, did I post it on my... Yeah, I posted it on my personal, then I shared it through the podcast. Um, so you may recognize him from that, especially since he's wearing the same shirt now. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> that he was... in character. <laughs> I like it. That he was in the video. So we're going to get into that. We're definitely going to talk about that. And if that's really all you're here for, I don't blame you. I get it. I don't know how far to tell you to fast forward to get to that part, but it's coming up. Um, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't fast forward, but I don't blame you if you do. So we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to kind of get into... Let's get to know you a little bit. This is the first time you've been on the podcast. And uh, we're going to get to know him a little bit, learn about his background, and find out um, what happened in the video, how that everything that transpired up until that point, but also go further back. And we're going to talk about, um, you know, just growing up, where you grew up, what church you were involved in growing up, that sort of thing. So to get started, the first time I met you probably was even before the wedding that we've talked about before, because I attended the same church um, uh, for a time. And so... The first time we met was probably sometime at church. We shook hands or something. I don't honestly. remember it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I shook everyone's hands. Right, yeah, exactly. So we definitely shook hands then. Um, and then uh, that was the first time. And then after that, uh, I was actually at a wedding that was that took place. That church used your, your house for a mm-hmm. wedding. I was there. I was helping the photographer at the wedding. I remember it well. And I definitely remember seeing you going in and out. You were helping out. I'm sure, I know you were. Um, and so... It's just crazy that we, we've had, like, we our paths have crossed a bunch of times, but never like, oh, hey, you're the guy. But now that you're in a video <laughs> that went fairly viral, mm-hmm. now you're the guy. So I'm grateful to you for coming on and doing this. You didn't have to, um, and I'm super grateful that you, that you took the time and that you're like, yeah, man, let's do it. I want to talk about it. So thank My you pleasure, so man. much. My thank pleasure, you. man. So, um, so that's how we came to know each other, really, as far as, like, actually getting to know each other. That's only happened over the last, what, two weeks yeah. since the video was out there, and I reached out and was like, hey... You know, I see you're in this video. You know, what can we do to get you on the podcast and kind of break it down for us? So um, that's that's how we've gotten to know each other, really online. It's been the majority of our getting to know each other. So so you grew up, I'm going to skip around. we got some things written down to talk about. But you grew up, when did you um, start going to this church, and when did you get involved in the Christian school there? I started going to Faith Baptist mm-hmm. about halfway through my seventh grade year. Uh, we were looking for gotcha. churches yeah. because I was going to a little private school out in Temecula. Okay. And our friends moved, so we followed them, cool. and we found Faith Baptist. Nice. And uh, mm-hmm. I was able to actually, sadly, but uh, the first person <laughs> I met was Victor Montero. No shit. Yeah. Oh, he's very charismatic. He probably still is. Like, I don't. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't really want to go there. Cause, That's fine. That's know. fine. We don't have to. But he was the first person I met. Okay. It was a vacation Bible school or something yeah, like BBS, that. Yeah, BBS. Good time. And we were having a good time, and the vibes are always good. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Going, growing up there, 8th, ninth, 10th grade, mm-hmm. it was all nice, but it kind of started to falter a little bit, though. Okay. Yeah, better. The older grades I got into. Really? Yeah, it was... Um, like, how, like, what do you mean as far as, like... So you were getting into, like, what, ninth, 10th grade, something like that? Mm-hmm. And then what were you what were you seeing then that kind of makes you... Kind of... You just kind of cringe right now. Like, eh, it was kind of like... <laughs> what... What... Do you have an instance or just, like, an overall feeling that was happening? Well, more like the overall feeling. Because when okay. I first came, I was very welcome. 
I mean, sure. I mean, even still to this day, even after all the stuff happened, right. I still walk in there and people are like, hey, Christian, you're back. Gotcha. You know, people still love me there. Sure. But the older I got, the more I could see through things and the more I could see through the, you know, holier than thou attitude. And yeah. that it was very prevalent there yeah. because, you know, it's, I don't, I don't know it's how kind to of say it without being staple. rude, but, you know, it, it's sad because, you know, you have a lot of good people with good intentions, sure. but their intentions and their faith blinds them. Right. It, it trumps everything that all, all the good intentions, I think, get trampled and kind of hidden behind the legalism and, like you said, the holier than, holier than thou, where it's kind of like, you know, there's got to be... It's, it's funny because I look back because I was involved in the IFB for so long and when I look back I realize like I would say things to like co-workers and other people and I've said this before in the podcast where they would drink or smoke and I would be like oh I wouldn't outwardly judge them and I would even tell them to their face like no man smoke drink it's cool like I don't mind but inside I was silently judging them all along and if I wasn't actually judging them I was at the very least telling myself well it's cool I'm better than they are because I don't smoke I don't drink so that makes me better. And, um, and there's other things, too, whatever it may be, other vices, you know, that, that we thought were so wicked. But I feel like all the good intentions, maybe not all, but I feel like the good intentions remain. They're still there, but they just get pushed down by all that. They like to call it standards, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's really just legalism yeah, at I don't, best. I don't even really know when, if I could nail a specific time, okay. when everything started to change. But I remember it's from... It's usually gradual. Yeah, eighth grade, I started getting more involved in like sports and okay. more involved in the school and Did more. You play, on the, you play on the football team? Football, basketball, oh, yeah. and baseball. Oh damn, ball. everything. <laughs> yep, I, I had a lot of fun. But Good. like, uh, we we went to uh, we went to Vegas. We went to I don't even know where else we went. We right, a lot of tournaments and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But you probably went to. Did you go to uh, First Baptist? Did you go to mm-hmm. college? Yeah, because you guys would always come for the uh, for the basketball tournament. That was a big thing for them. Oh yeah, it was yeah. fun. But. Uh, what really started my involvement in that church, okay. like getting heavily involved in the right. Christian life, Ministries. was soul winning. Okay, yeah. Because I love to talk. It's, <laughs> I've said my entire life, if you know me, it's hard to get me to shut up. <laughs> well, you're a perfect guest for the podcast, because <laughs> that's all we're doing. Yeah, and we would go soul winning, and I'd be really, um, and I don't know if the viewers know what soul winning is, and I'll explain it briefly. Yeah. It's whenever we go out and we talk to people about Jesus, try to invite them to church mm-hmm. and ask them a very specific question like, do you know if you're going to go to heaven when right. you die? And I don't want to get too into it, but, you know, that <laughs> I got a lot very, to say about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was very, very difficult at first yeah. because I have my doubts, you know, but sure. you had to push your doubts aside and mm-hmm. at least see if they were willing. And it's a very confrontational kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. not that's not every day you get someone to knock on your door, you knock on someone's door and ask a question about death like that's yeah that's intense yeah i would i i'm very uh straightforward i'm right. not good at beating around the bush or sugarcoating <laughs> things so well, that works i, had to, I yeah. had to figure out you know what i could say before i asked that question Warm that up. would kind of like break the ice because sure. as soon as i opened the door there was a wall up yeah absolutely. because we looked like jehovah witnesses <laughs> and yes we did <laughs> you know what no offense to the jehovah witnesses yeah, no. but like they kind of really is just kind of intrusive i don't i don't know i don't know if that's the right word but it's a what intrusive oh yeah absolutely like i think i don't know any kind of like i did door-to-door sales i feel the same mm-hmm. way about it yeah it's definitely intrusive people are in their home like like honestly for me now if someone knocks on the door it better be a package because like i don't i don't want like and i'm not mad but like i've had actually um when i lived in a different apartment um 
there was a window, actually there's in this one too, right by the door. And so someone, I had the window open, and then someone, it was Jehovah's Witnesses. Actually, it might have been Faith. It was either Faith or Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses. They knocked on the door, and I was just telling my coach, shh, be quiet. Like, don't, don't say anything. Like, I'm not going to open the door. And she went over to the window and was like, hi, like talking to me. Get over here. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. That wasn't fun. But I agree. It is intrusive. Like, mm-hmm. any kind of door-to-door anything, is in, it's intrusive. And, I mean, it's... It's the way, it's it's still one of the best methods to get people to either join your cult or sell your lawn care or whatever it is. It still whatever works. It is. And you know, honestly, that was the prime in my Christian life, I could yeah, say. Yeah, sure. I remember my verse, my, my life verse still to this day is Mark 16, 15. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, gospel to every creature. Mm-hmm. And whenever I started to whenever I stopped, which was around my senior year, whenever okay. I graduated... I can't give you an like an estimate of how many people I had led to Christ, but it, it started oh, from it like one, two, here and there, right. and then I was like, wow, this is really fun. Yeah. I started getting on a bus route. Ninth grade, we were preaching on street corners in L.A., <laughs> and I was leading upwards of five, ten, even twenty people to Christ time, yeah. within a week. Okay. And, you know, the sun, when Sundays would come, pastor would be like, all right, let's take a roll count, and I'd be doing oh, this, yes. and they'd be like... <laughs> What what is that? Is that's that twenty? I'm like, 20. yeah, that's yeah, twenty. Because I would just go out of my way throughout my week, not right. even so many, because yeah. I was just on fire for mm-hmm. it, man. Mm-hmm. And then I started to notice how fake the church was and how yeah. fake the preaching was, and I, not necessarily the preaching, but the people who preached the messages at you would turn around and not live it. Right. And it was just it and was bad. My my thing is like and I know I always point out specific churches and we are today and I always point out the IFB, but I don't I I always will I think have a problem with organized religion and I feel like that's the big problem is there is so much that you're gonna preach that you just can't live up to. Mm-hmm. When you really go by, you know, excuse me, the standards or whatever you want to call them that the Bible or your religious right brings with it, it's just that there's too much there to, to live out. And oh, yeah. and what's really, I think, I mean, I'm not trying to interpret what you're saying, but what was frustrating for me was not just to see, like, people, and I did it myself, people that weren't living it, but would go the opposite direction. Like, mm-hmm. the things that you're preaching against and the things that you're, you know, talking about and condemning, you're doing those things. And mm-hmm. I don't mean, you know, any kind of terrible violence or, or, or crime, like actual right. crimes. I mean, just like, you know, music you listen to, movies you watch, all that stuff. It, it's not it's not impossible, and I have friends that have told me, like, hey, I actually lived that way, and many of them don't anymore, but, like, I'm not saying it's impossible to live that way, but it's really difficult. It is, but, you know, it's... Uh, but you can't, you can't put yourself up on that platform every Sunday, and Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and say, this is the way to do it, and this is everything that I am, and you're not that. You just can't right. do it. And, I mean, Pastor would always go up and say, you know, Pastor Bruce Goddard, mm-hmm. he would say, you know... I stay to the right as far as possible so I can, uh, what's the word, just stay away from the appearance of evil. Right, stay from all appearance of evil, yeah. And, I mean, it makes sense, but it's almost to a fault, you know, because you can do that up on on the pulpit on Sundays, Mm -hmm. but that's the only time a lot of people see you, so that's what they expect. Right, exactly. And it it puts a really, it puts a bad rap on Christianity, because, like, you hear... All this stuff that you don't understand in a book that's actually written at a sixth grade level. Yep. So I don't I don't care whoever's listening. Don't give me no excuses about not reading the Bible because you can't understand it. That's BS. I love it. But anyways, like it's it's it is up for interpretation, but sure. it's also very very it's cut straightforward. And dry, yeah, absolutely. Know? 
So whenever he's up there preaching, it's like you got to take what you can from it. Yeah. And I don't think preaching is something that you use to try to like live your life 100% by because you'll never, ever, ever do it. It doesn't matter who you are. Yep. And, I mean, it's been obvious with even one of my favorite pastors, Jack Scott. He yeah. was he was freaking phenomenal. Oh, I yeah. I've never heard a preacher better yeah, yeah. than him, but then he did what he did and messed yeah. up. And now he's in a federal penitentiary. And it seems like it's it's a repeating thing in the IFB area. I don't my, know why. Well, I can, my opinion, and I could be wrong, there being no, like, sense of um, responsibility as far as, like, I'm the pastor, I say this, you do it, and that's it. That's when you get people like Greg Locke, who um, beats his wife and leaves her for his church secretary and still is a pastor and stands in the pulpit and, and gets on his Facebook page and blames her and says she's the bad one. When she's at a, at least for a time, without a shelter, couldn't get access to her kids because her brain is so messed up. She's what? been physically and verbally abused by this guy. I know I'm on a tangent now, but my point that I'm getting at is these pastors and these pulpits, they just get a pass on everything. It's more of a, you know, I don't answer to you. I exactly. answer to God. No, exactly. You know? Exactly. And so then, what, they take whatever kind of check they want from the church. Mm -hmm. They, um, which we can, I don't know if we can get into that today. That's a whole other thing. But, like, yeah. they take all kinds of money from the church. They get to take advantage of people, mm -hmm. whether it's emotionally or physically, it's still there. And again, I'm not saying that every single IFP pastor does this. I know several IFP pastors that I firmly believe do not. However, it's open to them. They're able to do it because there's just the accountability is not there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then eventually they get caught and there's repercussions and for some of them jail time, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, my opinion is that the reason these kind of things happen, the reason that we run into these just scary situations with these men of God is because they're just unchecked on every level. Yeah. It's sad in, in every level too because yeah. the families there are huge. The people who like the Woolies, yeah. that, mm -hmm. that their their family is tied in with that church. That's how heavily. it goes. Same with the Beale family, but mm -hmm. the Beals, I like the Beals. I'm a fan. Awesome. I'm a fan. But the Woolies, <laughs> I don't really even know the Woolies at all except for what had just recently just occurred. occurred. Right. And so, uh, sorry. Go ahead. We'll no, go, ahead. go ahead. So I, I want to again. I want us to. So you you grew up. I wouldn't say necessarily entirely grew up there, but sometime around your junior high, you went there. You you were very involved in the athletics department. Extremely involved. You were involved in soul winning. You were involved in church ministry. You said you were on a bus route. On a bus so like route. You were fully like engrossed. There in was this. weddings that they would do. Yeah. You know all the events. All mainly all the church events. I was you involved were there in helping setting up mm -hmm. or taking down all the church activities. And you got paid for that, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. I just I, I volunteered. No, I know. <laughs> uh, that's that's how it is. But and again, I don't have necessarily would say a problem with that but the fact that there's just very little acknowledgement or appreciation for that you know but but you're still there and you mm -hmm. because you feel like you don't deserve it you feel like that's humility just showing up and working oh, yeah. but in reality you do deserve credit and you actually should have got some kind of a paycheck and that's how these i know you may not agree but my opinion is that's how these things operate and do so well mm -hmm. is because they have so many people i wouldn't necessarily say you were guilted into it but a lot of people are and feel like, man, I, I gotta be there. I gotta show up for this. I gotta put this in the plate. Mm -hmm. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Why? It's not even for the man of God. It's for God. Yeah. But the man of God is the one telling you to do it. So again, I feel like there's some kind of disconnect there in that chain of command. That's my opinion. Yeah. So in in some way, yes and yeah. no. Because a lot of a lot of times it's uh it's the parents being like, you know, you need to go help. You mm -hmm. need to do what our pastor says. Mm -hmm. But more often than not, from what I've seen, at least from my perspective, yeah. was 
we're being taught to be men. True. We're being taught to work. So this is what we're being taught to do before yeah. we're actually sent out into the world. The workforce, yeah. And, you know, it, it was a lot of help. Really good to be able to listen to authority who would work with you. Yeah. Instead of just being like, hey, do this, do that, right. go home. You know, like, there was those people there, but they were normally kept in check because <laughs> one of us, one of us loudmouths would be like, hey, uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, there's a, I liked seeing, you know, people like you, we were talking to William earlier, and um, just people that have just worked really hard as young men or young women getting out into the workforce and finding that place because it's so, it's crazy to me how few people will, number one, even show up to a job, mm-hmm. <laughs> and number two, actually put in the work and be diligent and be accountable. And I, I don't think, excuse me, I would call it more old school than I'd call it religion or IFB, but there's a lot of old school teaching that goes into us as we're coming up in those ranks, and I think it teaches us a lot of good character. I agree with that 100%. I like that. You know, I'm not necessarily planning on, on having children and putting them through that exact same mm. process, but I think it does help. And the people that I've met and that I know in the workforce that are really hard workers tend to come from that kind of a background. Not necessarily yeah. cultish, I would say, but from a just an old school, uh, hardworking background. Yeah, it's more of the old school traditional yes, kind of style that, that I respect because... Growing up in that church mm-hmm. and seeing the kids nowadays who were this tall and now are probably right. as tall as me and or bigger, right? I've seen that even if they may have gone their own path, they still have the basic principles of respect yep. your elders. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not their parents, <laughs> but like it goes off everywhere else. Sure, you know they're hardworking, they they're honest and in every aspect, you know. Yeah. And it's it's really good. It gives them a good backbone and a great yeah. foundation to it's start life foundation. off. I agree. I, I wanted. Agree. I want my son to be not necessarily involved as I was, right? But get him started young, so yeah. he at least knows the basic principles. Because he already says sorry, and he's <laughs> bare, he's not even three yet. Nice. Like he already knows, like yes and no. I mean, obviously, hopefully, hopefully by now he does. <laughs> but like, I, he's he was just so young when he started learning this. It's still such a shock that's, to me how smart awesome, he is. Though. But I mean. He's been saying please and thank you before he was one. Like that's awesome. This, this kid has is, is just been on it, Smart. and we were taking him to that church. Yeah, and he would be in the nursery, mm-hmm. but you know the ladies in there were they they were really yeah. on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're traditional, but yep. they showed love. Yeah, and that's what be a balance. Yeah. yeah, it has to be a balance, balance because if you get if you get just a bunch of do what I say, it's gonna be like <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or if you go the other way and you just give too much room, and I'm I'm kind of in that place with uh, with Chloe uh, where I'm trying to like find that balance and not give her too much, but I'm, I'm a, I love her to death, so sometimes I give her too much space, too much leeway, but <laughs> it happens. But I do agree with that. The balance is so, so important when you're rearing kids. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about, so you're, you're upbringing, you're coming up through the ranks, and um, you had, again, at the beginning, kind of a good perspective thing, seemed good, you were, you were excited, you were on fire for God, you mm-hmm. were going to, probably going to a lot of conferences and stuff like yeah, that, right? Going out to Indiana, going there to There you go, youth conference, yes, yeah. I love it. So you're doing all the, all the things. But then you kind of start to see a decline, just an overall feeling, how things are going, just because you're kind of, would you say it would be because you're kind of seeing the back end, and not, not to mean anything gross, but like you're seeing seeing the other side. You're going on these trips and conferences, and you're kind of seeing how these people are in real life. Is that kind of what... what? It was more of me finding out who I was okay. at the same time that other people were, and mm-hmm. seeing the past that they went, and... Um, 
Uh, one huge influence that really opened my eyes, his yeah. name is John Kirk. I don't know if you know him. But I know the name. I don't know him yeah. well. Um, but he went to high school with me, okay. and he was like my older I looked at him nice. like my older brother, man. Yeah. He was always like, he would pick on me, but if anyone else did, he'd be like, uh, no. I'll get your ass, man. <laughs> that's that's and, older brother, yeah. And I appreciate him yeah. for all of that, because he, awesome. he, helped, he helped mold my work ethic as well. Nice. I mean, we worked together a few times, and he just helped mold me into more of a man who could stand up for myself, yeah. you know? And he would point out things, and, you know, I'd be very skeptical because I just didn't know, you know, um, kind of about, like, you know, with Victor. He'd be like, you know, right. why are there always Something's girls going to his office, office. you know? <laughs> why Why is it that he preaches so hard against not hanging out with the opposite sex, and but that's he does the, it all the only time. group of people that you see around him at really? church? Oh, my gosh, at church, at uh, conferences, yeah. at activities, wow. at freaking camp. It would be him and a group of select girls from the senior class, and I'm just like, you know what? This is questionable. But right. at the time, my mind didn't go yeah, that far. Exactly. No, say, I, I would have been the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, it, it, it came into my mind a couple times, mm-hmm. but I was like, nah, you yeah. ain't doing that. Yep, yep. And yeah, because he's a man of God. He's above reproach. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, know, the, I know the feeling, dude. But it I came really back, do. and it was like, nope, nope. <laughs> John was right. So you kind of saw John kind of help open your eyes to some things as far as oh like, yeah this isn't right that shouldn't go there this shouldn't be that way kind of thing. oh yeah and okay. I and I was just very shocked whenever I found out he was right whenever I started finding out you know the real like line between right and wrong yeah. not just what church says is right and wrong exactly it's intense yeah it it's really it's is. kind of mind blowing especially at a young age you know and I'm not telling you how old are you you're 23 24 24 so like I'm not saying that you're young that young now you're young I'm about 10 years older. But, like, you know, at whatever age you find out, but especially, at, you know, in, at, in your later teen years or early 20s when you're finding, like, just what you said, like, it's, your mind's a little bit blown. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what, what, you know, that was kind of your process or your, a little bit of your metamorphosis of, okay, something's not right. These things aren't adding up. Mm-hmm. So up, up until, you know, that started, started happening or you started seeing those things, how would you say, what was your feeling about the church, about the pastor? Like, did you have kind of good vibes and you were, I would assume that you were, you had good vibes and you thought good things about mm-hmm. them just because of how involved you were. Yeah, I've always I've always respected the pastor up okay. until recent times. He's <laughs> yeah. always been up up front, sure. always been straightforward with me. And you know, when I was young, there wasn't really much that we could have an issue about that right. would well, show me his true colors. Yeah, there probably wasn't much interaction between the two of you at the time. No, it was always you know if I seen him, I go shake his hand because right, I wanted sure. to have you know good rapport with the pastor. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and yeah. so. I mean, I did. He he knew I was a troublemaker, but he knew I had, you know, I had some good teaching, and I was going on the right, for sure. you know, the right ah, way. You'd say that, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. No more good hearts. Um, but yeah, so you had a good relationship mm-hmm. with him. You had, you know, you were things. Things were good for you. Things, yeah. um, you know. And I don't want to get too deep into anything that we shouldn't. But one thing I do want to bring up is, and again, we can we can edit anything out we want to. <laughs> but I do want to bring up. There seems to me like there was some sort of a like a prodigal son moment a little bit. Did you kind of step away from the church for a little while at some point? Oh yeah. And are you comfortable talking about that? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Um, my senior year, um, I was kind of in the you know screw this place attitude. You were the because, bad kids club, yeah. Well, I mean, no? I, I don't know <laughs> if it was more bad kids club because our class was the bad kids. Club. Okay. <laughs> you know, we we were the class That's of awesome. examples. 
So. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. year did you? I don't need anyone's name unless you want to give it. What year did you graduate? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Okay. So with William. Yeah, I was. Class. I was around then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um. Yeah, we were not good kids, <laughs> but. Like the senior, but not good kids because why? Because you were because um, we didn't listen, right? But not because you were committing violent crimes, not because you were, and I'm not gonna get crazy, but not because you were out doing DMT and drinking till three in the morning. It wasn't that kind of bad kids. It was like you weren't exactly obeying the legalistic standards that they wanted you to keep up, right? Right. I just want to clarify that because like when when we say that, I don't want it to be like, oh my god, what was this guy doing? No, he wasn't doing anything wild and crazy or even anything most likely illegal. He was doing things that were just. Not by their standards. Yeah, I mean, if anything illegal, which is now legal, um, <laughs> but I think I, I, I think I know what you that. mean. <laughs> we had a couple. We had a couple kids in class that would go out, yeah, yeah. get stoned as hell, <laughs> come back, and they'd be blasted all day. They'd be blasted during soul winning, awesome. and you know what? Nobody said anything because yeah. they all knew, but they were still there and they were trying. Right. Yeah, our class, we understood that. Yeah, yeah. And it was like our class was very tolerant if anything sure. because we weren't all caught up with the mm-hmm. good kids yeah we could see it from our perspective and the good kids yeah, perspective yeah. because we had teaching on both sides exactly so it was there's the balance yeah it yeah. was really nice to yeah. have that balance and have that understanding although i didn't really get along with a lot of people in my <laughs> class just because i'm a weirdo and i, right. I just don't care you yeah know? so well, they, a lot be. of people are just like oh what the hell are you doing <laughs> I like that. That's a good. That's a good interpretation. <laughs> so when so 2013 you graduated mm-hmm. and then did you kind of again at your comfort level sharing like oh yeah sorry did you no no you're that. fine um that's the best thing that's what I love about this podcast is that's why I write all this stuff down number one but we have all kinds of rabbit trails and I love it so you graduated 2013 was it kind of like you graduated and I'm out or was it more of you graduated and like gradually kind of stepped away it was a gradual slide yeah it usually um, is. I backslide, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a backslider. <laughs> Darn it. But uh yeah, there is um I'm not gonna mention any names, but uh you can edit them out. It was kind of funny. Um I had plans on actually going to uh Indiana college. for college. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't do that. I <laughs> am too. And yeah, uh, my parents were like, Oh no, you know what? Maybe on. you should try to commit at least just one year. Two thousand thirteen though. Would have been after Jack Scott did his thing, right? I don't know. Or no, I was right before. Okay, it was wow. right before. Wow. Yeah. So I. So yeah, you really dodged the bullet, dude. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> that was youth conference that he got busted. Mm-hmm. It was around July. Anyway, oh, sorry. Yeah. So you had plans to go to Howells Anderson at some point, and then Correct. that kind of that changed was, your mind. Yeah, my girlfriend at the time, she was Good like, girl. "I don't want you to go because <laughs> I'm gonna miss you." And <laughs> that so was that's how she really sounds, right? <laughs> I just love that interpretation. I've done it. We've all done it. It's just great to make to, to make that that distinction. Anyway, yeah. sorry. So she so that was a part of it. Like she didn't want you to go, and so that was part of you didn't want to go. Though. Well, no, mainly that was that was what <laughs> was it. That. All right, and I was kind of whipped, and you know it what? Happens. It, it happens. She was my first, and there I was go. just kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I care about me so much. <laughs> and I, I love it, dude. Man, that took a hard turn yeah, the next year. Yeah, that's that was tough. tough. I'm not going to get too into it, but mm-hmm. literally the next year, the first of the year, I broke up with her and ended everything. Nice. Because I, I was like, ah, new year, new start, new me. Mm-hmm. Old you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But at any rate, you didn't go. And then that kind of, I'm sure that definitely played into you not, you know, kind of edging away from the church. Because then you're, yeah. I wouldn't say you would have been excommunicated, but you're, 
Well, did you, would you say that you were kind of looked down on a little bit because you didn't? No? No, that's I, good. I don't good. say I was looked down upon okay, because my... I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm oh, just no. trying to figure it out. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Um, it was like pe- people knew me and they didn't sure. see me as somebody who was going to come out as a Hiles, Hiles Anderson product. Right. Because they produce preachers. You they weren't coming back to start a church. That wasn't no. your, li- your life's plan. No, yeah. my li- my life's plan was to do something with music, and okay. honestly, they have a great music program up mm-hmm. there. But yeah. but it's so <laughs> straightforward. Like you, you, the sad part about it is there's so there's many a lot of people talent, who I'm sure. have great voices yeah. and who can do all these runs and slides yeah. and all that stuff, but, but it's just too close patch. to the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know what? No, God gave you a voice. He said, "Make a joyful noise." Didn't say make this there kind wasn't, of joyful. There wasn't noise. a distinction with no drums and no like. Moving around, Just, I don't know what you want to I mean, call in it, Exodus, I believe, or, or whenever they talked about it, was the, like the sound of war and the drums yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that is explainable, but like, whenever you're up there and you add a little, two extra notes to mm-hmm. a run, yeah. they, they consider that That's a bad. broadly. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. And it really, <laughs> it, it, it dims down everyone's perspective on everything. And it takes away your talent. Like, exactly. now you can't hone that part of your craft. Exactly. Yeah. And, and even Brother Josh, who was the uh, choir director yeah. at our church, he had mentioned one time to my mom, he's like, dude, Anderson has a really good voice. And he's not one to give out compliments like right. that. And that was Josh, huge. Josh Goddard? Yeah. That was my dorm suit for a half semester. Yeah, dude, he, was, he was a great influence. I have nothing good. against him I'm at glad all. To hear that. He's my like was one of my best leaders there, honestly. Awesome. Um, but he encouraged me so much just to keep doing what I was doing, good. keep singing. Cause, good. And in choir... I would be louder, like Tyler, like Tyler <laughs> Oliveira, like that yeah, yeah, man just yeah. would belt out, yeah. and that man could sing, and mm-hmm. he let his talent just go, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've heard him sing; he's got pipes. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, and so that encouragement really helped. Good. But, um, so getting back to falling away, you you didn't go to, to college. Yeah, I was I was going to go to Arizona and go visit my dad, okay. and so I stayed out there for a little while, cool. and we got in fights from from. That fight that had happened when we left, or yeah. when I left, I went and got into some bad, really, really bad, um, how would you say it? Mojo. Oh, yeah, I bad mojo, bad group of people. <laughs> sure, I, yeah. I, I just didn't know people enough at that point in time because I hadn't been um, sheltered. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. We like, don't know been, how the world works. Yeah, I've been a lot, very sheltered and yeah. protected by my mom from a lot of people crap growing yeah. up, which I appreciate now looking back, I see all the crap that I yeah. missed. Yeah. And and there's something to be grateful for there. I agree yeah. with that. 100%. And I was thrown into it because of my own, you know, stupidity. I want to do what I want on my own, you know. Right. And so I took off to Arizona again. To do your own thing. Back and forth from here to California. Okay. Back like I can't even count the amount of times I did it. Right. And, and I would just take weeks off and say, you know what? I'm not telling anybody. I'm leaving. I'm out. Yeah. So you you're kind of drawn away from the, the church and, and you've and again, I, it's hard for me because I don't condemn anyone's parents. That, that's Their parents are their parents. I don't condemn my parents. But to be fair, a lot of the things that happen to us you know, in young adulthood, if we're sheltered too much, and this is nothing against your parents whatsoever, um, there are times where we go out, I wouldn't say an experiment, but we go out and try things out and stuff where if we had not necessarily tried it out but learned more about it instead of practicing it or doing it when we were younger, I think we would be helped in our young adult lives. Oh, yeah. And again, it's nothing against parents. And a lot of times, like parents inside the IFB and these churches, they don't know any better. They know they're doing what the man of God is instructing them to do, and that's really all you need to know when you're in the IFB church. Like mm-hmm. that's the end. That's the beginning. And the the pastor is the Alpha and Omega. What he says, you do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so again, not not uh, crapping on anyone's parents, just saying it it would be so helpful helpful for children and young adults too. Again, that's not saying that you know as a parent you want to give your kids some shrooms. Say here, trip out on these <laughs> and check it out. You know what I mean? I'm not saying to do that, but I am saying if you can at least help you know educate the kid your your child your children on what they need to do or how things work man it can be so helpful oh yeah so yeah. that's just a little tidbit of my, my son and just really quickly if yeah. my son ever or my my soon i'm gonna have a daughter soon congratulations uh, thank you so much awesome dude um but my kids ever want to try something then they need to bring it to me first i'm right. always going to teach them like that like you know what you can try this you can't try this right and i really have maybe that long of things I'm allowing them to try. <laughs> right. I mean, My man. But again, that's when you establish that open door, and we're both parents, when you establish that open mm -hmm. door with your children, then instead of them hiding it from you or feeling like they got to do it on the DL, they're just going to bring it to you or they're going to mention it offhand, and it's not going to be this big condemnation where, exactly. oh my God, you're so, you're ruining your life. Like, no, like let's let's have it open about everything and talk about it. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's great. I love that. Yeah. So what would you say, sorry, did you have more to say on that? I don't want to steal your thunder. Um, well, not really much, but cause you pretty much nailed it on the head, you know, cause when it comes to like not having that wall up, because I really yeah, had man. that wall up with my parents because yeah. I was afraid to get in trouble and I yeah. would get in trouble well, if I did you something, would. you know, <laughs> and it was like, and I know it was just all good intention. Again, it it's all, not against the parents, the it's just your life experience. Yes. They wanted the best for me yes. and, and I, they gave me the best. I mean, Absolutely. I had a great, easy, I had, honestly had an easy life coming good. up. Good. Good for you, dude. I, I, I'm so thankful that I did. That's awesome. And but, that's all to your parents' credit. Yep. That's terrific. And all the hardships and all the big hardships that I went through, I you went through them on yourself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yep. we usually do. That's mm -hmm. usually how it works. So you, you're trying out life as a young adult. You're figuring it out. Mm -hmm. you're, you're experimenting. You're doing what you're doing. And then what is, was there a moment or was there, again, gradual kind of coming back to this church, you know, did you want to check something out? Like, what was it that kind of got you to come back, if you don't mind that? Well, I had gone, whenever I went to Arizona, yeah. I visited one of the churches out there that we would meet up with at camp. I forget. Cowlings? Yes, the yeah, Cowlings. I, I went to their remember. church a couple times. Yeah. Um, didn't stay there faithfully. Sure. Because I just didn't. I just didn't like the style of preaching. Yeah. I can't I can't handle when someone fake cries when he preaches. <laughs> um, but, it's terrific. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, that's the IFB way, though. They're great at it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I ever did it. I feel like I probably did. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. but so you tried that church out. It wasn't for you. Out. It wasn't. And I would, like, I would look around. I, I tried mainly all the churches in the valley around here. Okay, yeah. But I don't like the contemporary vibe. Okay. Only. Well, you didn't grow up well, with it. No, I do like the contemporary vibe, okay. but not the one that's given here. Okay. Especially because the churches here, any of them that I've been to, the pastor can't stick to a point. It, they, okay. they have point one through six, but it goes one, one. A, B, oh, yeah. three. This one relates to six and four. And I'm like, whoa, where the <laughs> are you going with this? I can't, I can't stay focused. I love it. I, love know? it dude. I mean, I like straight in your face, stomping on your right. toes, Jack Scott style preaching. Like well, that again, man, it's what you grew up on. So oh, yeah. It's what, it, what resonates with you. I understand it. Yeah. And some of us, like, it doesn't resonate with us. It, it bounces back. Like, for me, like, if I go, it, no, I've gone to churches. But if I go to a church and like I start hearing that, like I will get up and walk out, and I've done it. Like I can't do it anymore. But again, we're all cut from a different cloth. So if that's mm -hmm. what works for you, then that's what you know. That's what we like. Oh yeah, that's just the way it is. Starts a fire up in me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So so I got. So you, you I, started coming back to to this church. Mm -hmm. I I would come off and on like once every occasional. three to five months, honestly, okay, yeah. just to check in, say hi, yeah. see how things are going, mm -hmm. and. 
I, I just tried to not be what involved the, in it. What was the vibe like, though, when you're coming back? Because that's not a regular attendance, and that's kind of... It was always, For the IFB, that's kind of rare. It was always welcoming. Really? Yeah. Okay, I, good. There would be that group of people who would be looking at me like, oh, look, down their back. nose, yeah. You know, but, you know, I, I didn't really pay attention to them because cool. I didn't care. Cause good for you. I would walk up to them first. Right. I'd be like, hey, how you hey. doing? Good to see you. I'm glad to be back in church. Bless it. your heart. And, you know, that's the Christian yeah. way of yeah, someone of else. Yeah, it is, dude. You're on the money, absolutely, absolutely. And so, you know... So you're just coming back on occasion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd always be welcomed by the young ones, by the old ones. I felt welcome there. Good. Up until the recent events. Right. um, No one really even said anything to me. Okay. And I I would go to church. I loved pastor. But as I got older and, you know, I started to realize just patterns of preaching. And because we were taught in Bible school or in Bible class by Pastor Valdez and Brother Victor Mm -hmm. how to do it. I started, I, I, so you're picking out the mannerisms. Yeah. Yeah, So Mm -hmm. it was just like, oh man, I know how you're going to say, I know you're about to say this point. Yes. You're about to pause. Yep. Take a breath and then continue. I like Like, that you brought that up. Yeah, exactly. It's homiletics. I like that you brought that up because that's my problem with church. There's one church I go to up in Chino, uh, and I like it. And it's a lot of it has to do with the fact that the pastor just is a very, he's a friend of mine from college and he's from this church. And he's just a really, he's a real dude, and he doesn't do all that BS. Mm-hmm. But when I go to a church, like, even the contemporary style, as we talked about, the New Age or whatever, it, the whole program, like, I'm grading and judging every, I can't, I just can't do it. I can't pay attention mm-hmm. to, barely I can pay attention to the song service, because I was pretty musical as a child and a teenager in the church as well. So, like, I'm picking out what's wrong with stuff, and then, like, I'm trying to figure out the program, what's next. I can't do it. It's just, too, it's overwhelming. Not, I don't, I'm nobody special. I'm not saying that that they were even doing anything wrong. I just was like trying to grade and judge things and I just can't, I can't sit there and do it. So I feel you on that dude. Um, yeah, then when you sit and watch them, once you've learned all of it, when you sit and watch and you can predict what's coming next, yeah. it doesn't make for an enjoyable service. No, and, a- and after I was taught all that, yeah. honestly, no offense to Pastor Goddard because yeah. he's a great preacher. Well, he's good at public speaking. You yeah. have to give him that. We're kind of coming up on the subject matter of what happened, mm-hmm. what went down. So. Before we break down the video, before we get to that, I want to kind of, because me and you have talked about this privately already, so I want to talk about kind of um, at a top level, we don't have to have as, only the details you want. Tell me kind of when you started to notice, not so much when you started to notice, but like the events, because we talked about two or three occurrences where you kind of already had some run-ins either with the people in the video or people that are part of what we would call the security team that we see in the video. What... If you can give me some experiences or just kind of an overarching aspect um, or concept of what was going on, not the day of, but the you know events that transpired leading up to the altercation that we saw online. Well, the funniest part about that is I have never had a single problem with any wow. security, with nothing. I've never been told. Well, I mean, I've been told go in the, the church while it's yeah. going, obviously. See, but and that's a, I, sorry, I'm, I told you I was going to interrupt you. Here I go. <laughs> I'm sorry. So... That is a thing. I wouldn't say it's a thing with every church, but, and I wouldn't say it's not a thing with every church. Maybe it is, but like that's something that I've seen in these IFB churches. I had a friend uh, who we've had on the podcast previously visited me. God, it must have been a couple years ago, and she talked about a church where her ex goes and their children go, and they and they lock the doors so that you have right so that you have to stay inside during the service. Like that, that's some David Koresh. That's some Waco stuff, man. Like yeah, no, not a good no. call. But that's what I'm saying. Like that seems. I'm not saying that this church does that. But I am saying that it is really a thing with them. Like when it's, you think about it growing up and when it's church time, it's church time. You better be in your seat where you're supposed to be. Like 
everything else stops. I compared it to, I don't know if I said it to you or someone else, but I compared it to like the old school families. When dad gets home, like the 50s families, when dad gets home from work, because this is how my dad told it to me, when his, when his dad got home from work, the TV shut off, dinner was ready, everyone sat down and mm -hmm. shut up, and you, if dad was going to sit there and gripe, that was what he was going to do. didn't matter. You're going to sit there and listen to dad. He has all your focus, all your attention. He's the breadwinner. It's his time now. That's my opinion of how these IFB churches do. When it's church time, you better be in, in your pew, in your seat. And it's kind of right. turned into that gradually yeah. because yeah, it, right? it never used to be that. I mean, oh, okay. We, we had so it wasn't security. always that way? No. We oh. have, we've had security, but the security, like my like my dad has said, yeah, it's like, you know, you, you have to notice patterns. If you yes. see someone that's coming to church and they do the same thing every time, then that's yeah. their routine, and they end up going in yeah. instead of causing a problem. Then let them do that thing. Exactly, because they're going to go to church. Right. And like he, he mentioned to me, you know, your routine, you go there, you smoke a cigarette, you do something on your phone, you smoke another cigarette, and then you go in. Yeah. That was basically my routine. Right. All the time, even prior to these instances. And we didn't have this harsh security because of all the crap. You know, <laughs> yeah. it hadn't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, all this stuff hasn't transpired quite okay. yet, yeah. but... I believe what and when this stuff you're referring to Victor and and, and all that and the and the seizure of I think there was a seizure of computers like all kinds of stuff going on yeah. with law enforcement. So uh, this was kind of happening ahead of that. Yeah. Okay. I I know that the security because they they got th they now have a lot of threats against them. I believe mean, it. That's why they have to have armed security. Oh, they're but, armed now. Oh yeah. Oh my but god. But they're not even certified. No they're way. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't. It's not legal. They're not oh, legal. They're wow. they're supposedly, uh, like the policeman said, agents of the church, but they're not even. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know. I, I I'm know. sorry. That just sounds like something out of a movie. I'm telling you right Church now. agents. Church agents. <laughs> what, what agency are you with? Church. Okay. <laughs> sounds legit. Um, yeah. Wow, they're armed, though. That's scary. I don't know which ones are armed, but well, you're not I'm told to. all of them are. I know Mikey wasn't. Oh, yeah, he, well, I mean, he was probably shooting himself in the face. <laughs> but... <laughs> Much love, Mikey, but don't shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I... Even, like, they did that at First Baptist Hammond. Like, the ones at the college weren't armed. Like, with actual mm -hmm. guns, they had, like, mace and stuff. But when you went to the church, because I had a buddy, Adam uh, Barlock... Much love to Adam, a good friend of mine. But Adam, when he was working at the college, wouldn't be armed. But at the church, he would as Smith and Wesson or something. So like mm -hmm. they, I think the guys who had more military training were the ones that were armed. Oh, hopefully. But still, like you but can't. Tim, like, Tim Heck who was a. I think well, he was head of the agent. Yeah. I think he was head of the security for a short time. He had mentioned to me and to my mom that he tried to train them right. Yeah. But they wouldn't have it. I'm sure they wouldn't. And they're not even certified. They're, my friend Michael, oh. my friend Michael Rabati. I don't know if you know uh, April Carpenter. No, I don't. Um, but she was. Again, she's I know in the, the name. Deaf, she's in the deaf ministry. Okay. But she's not deaf. She was. She yeah, just yeah, sits back there. Um, and her son Michael, who is like now my best friend. Nice. Like he's also part of the security there. He's okay. very. He was very involved with that church. Okay. But he and I both pretty much started straying away at the same time. Nice. For the same Good reasons. For you guys. And he. Um, that same day that everything happened, yeah. he was getting calls from every one of the security guards because they're like, hey, what's happening? What's going on with your friend? Oh and blah, blah, gosh. blah. And he's telling me all the inside stuff because he's part of it. <laughs> right, exactly. And he's like, no, That's these awesome. guys aren't certified. These guys are armed. What they're doing isn't legal. So, okay, so I, I'm going to, we're going to get to the incident. But what really scares me right now is the fact that, and I'm not saying that it's a fact. This is, we're going with allegedly right now because mm -hmm. there are no uh, weapons in the video, but it is possible that someone in that video where that altercation took place was armed. I was. That's scary. 
I was armed. I didn't have a gun, but I had a, I had a knife that could do some damage. Right, but I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah, okay, so that's good to know. But I'm saying like, it is possible that one of those people in the video had a a gun. Mm -hmm. That's really scary, dude. That's really scary. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, I even up like I knew that before that had right. Of course, like, about it wasn't. I'm not saying instance. you went in without that knowledge. I'm just saying, yeah. Me watching the video, I had no idea. But now watching it back and thinking at any point someone could have pulled out a weapon and been that, um, what's the word? Because that, from what I saw, that was very, uh, there was a lot of, not in a sexual way, there was a lot of passion there. Yeah. Like, that's not the time when you want firearms around. No, no, no. No. Anyway, so you were saying, sorry, I want to get back to, I'm interrupting you, I'm so sorry. Okay. But <laughs> I want to get back to, um, you have a routine, and you mm -hmm. come and you smoke. Now, we talked about this before, but I, I, I feel like if you're not a regular member, or didn't grow up there, and you come through and you smoke, you have a lot more leeway. Yeah, exactly. But you, Christian, you're not, like, they're not going to give you as much leeway because no. you're a son of the church, and even though you're a prodigal and you're kind of coming back, like, it's not okay for you to smoke. Now, you bring a visitor, your parents bring a guest, someone brings a homie from out of town, they, and they whoever, they're, they're fine. But you, you're discriminated against, and that's, mm -hmm. not, I'm not playing with words, that's the no. truth. Yeah, they hold you're you to a higher standard. They're discriminated against because you're smoking and you're not supposed to because you love Jesus, and Jesus would just, we wouldn't have that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying, like, that's the truth. It's so accurate, It's the truth, too. though. I mean, like, like I had said, there had been no issues up until this point, yeah. and even still, like, whenever the things were, like, the ball was starting to roll with right. Victor and other people, yeah. like, I would still go there, I would still yeah. go and smoke. So, what, it, was there a, an instance or an event where yes. you were smoking and you were told, like, hey, you can't do that here, or something like that? Yeah, okay. um... The first event wasn't anything that had to do with smoking. The first okay. event, I had been in church. Mm -hmm. I was listening. Well, no, I wasn't. I was <laughs> there because I had to be. Yeah. Because, you know, where I was living in that yeah. uh, certain instance, mm -hmm. you know, it was a requirement. Yeah. And I didn't mind that. Sure. So she you grew up there. It's fine. And the lady had mentioned yeah. to me, like, you know what? You can be there. You don't have to listen. I'm not requiring you to listen. Just be there. Yeah. And I should be just, a body in a pew for a few hours. Exactly. Yeah. So I would go in there, put my headphones in, cross my legs. And oh, you said listen. that with your headphones? <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'd be you in the literally very, very back yeah, of the yeah, church. Yeah, I know where I wasn't bothering you. Right, right. right. <laughs> so I'd be sitting back there relaxing, <laughs> watching my videos, waiting for yeah. the service to end. Yeah. And then putting in your time. Mm-hmm. But the first time there was a problem, I had my headphones in and I mm -hmm. called mom. Mm -hmm. So I stepped out of the service. outside, yeah. To be courteous to people who are actually trying to listen to the service. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I was approached by Wooly. Of course And he was like, uh, you need to go inside. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the phone. On the phone. You want me to... <laughs> I'm on the phone right now. Uh, he's like, okay, well, whenever you get off the phone, you need to go inside. And so I was talking to my mom. And again, he could have just left you alone. He could have. He could have. You were going to come back inside. Mm -hmm. And even if you weren't, who cares? Exactly. Right. Anyway, it's I'm my making choice a mountain out of a molehill. It's my choice yeah. to be there. Exactly. And um, well, kind of wasn't. But, anyway. <laughs> like, but it was. But he, did, did. but he didn't know that. Right, exactly. So... Like, anyways, he was just standing there staring at me with this, like, intense look of anger on After his face. After you've had this conversation of, I'll come back inside. And it was really quick. It was just really quick, yeah. and he walked away. Got off the phone, because at that time, while I was talking to my mom, mm -hmm. I heard, oh, crap, in the background, and my stepdad, I, I, I guess he sliced his finger open oh, or something. <laughs> yeah. And he's so like, that, that cut it short, pun uh -huh. intended. Yeah. He's like, uh, I need to call you back, exactly. so give me one second. I need to make sure he's okay. You're right. And so we did that, right. and I just I sat outside waiting yeah, because for the, I, for I the knew I was going to get a phone call. call. Yeah. So I just sat there on my phone. He comes back up to me. He's like, hey, 
So uh, are you gonna go inside now? I'm like, dude, stop uh, asking. I'm gonna go inside. Yeah. I'm waiting for a phone call. Right. Like, oh, well, you're waiting for your ride out of here. What? I'm like, no. It's none of your business what I'm waiting for. Exactly. And I'm just sitting there waiting for my mom to call. Right. So. She called back, and we talked for the remainder of the service. Yeah. And I'm walking around the church, yeah. trying to stay out. And so I was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't walk around the church building itself because I, so I made two windows. Laps. Yeah. Yeah, I made two <laughs> laps, and then I started going down to the um, by the football field. By, or? Yeah, by the football field yeah. area. And he had just been watching me this entire time. time. Yeah. And then, um, Mr. Trekka. I, and I know nobody really knows who he is because right. I've asked around and they're like, wait, he's yeah. been going to our church for eight years? Dude's been Never going there for, I guess, eight years and no one oh, knows who he is. Um, but he's part of the security. Okay. Um, Brother Williams. I think you know who Brother Williams yes, is. Yes, I do. I, I, I love Brother Williams. He's, he's always been respectful. Well, I understood he's a pretty good man. Yeah. Oh, a very good man. Mm -hmm. He's always been respectful to yeah. me and my family. I love him, I love him to death. Yeah. My family is great. Um, and actually, just side note, Natasha Williams, she's an amazing singer. And she yeah. she gave me voice lessons for like three months. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so she also helped kind of, you know, brighten opening, my, opening open my avenues. Windows. Yeah, dude, good for you. Yeah, but uh, I was walking around down by the park, the new parking lot area, mm -hmm. and I was walking up, and I noticed Mr. Trekka, Mr. Deskin, and uh, Mr. Williams were walking towards me. Yeah. And I had my headphones in, and I was smoking a cigarette right. on the phone still. But, you know, my, it was in my pocket, so, and a lot of right. people don't notice the little... Microphone right, right here. You're actually on the so phone. So they're thinking I'm walking around with just jamming out. Yeah. So he approaches me, and I guess he tried to call me a few times, and I didn't notice because I, right. I had my headphones in. Just yeah. Had a little earbuds, you know. And he gets up to me, and he's like, I, I already at this time was not having it because, mm -hmm. like, he had, uh, I'd already been approached wrongly, and right. I was just like, you were over it. Yeah. Like, they leave me alone. So yeah. there was no disrespect towards him. I I took my headphone out, and I was like, what's up? No, no, you're good. And he oh, said, no, <laughs> you weren't said, talking to me. You were asking him, no. what's up? <laughs> yeah, so I took my phone out. I was like, what's up, man? What's going on? He's like, hey, man, what you doing? What you doing around here right now? You know, you, you got to be in church. I'm like, I understand that. He's like, well, man, you got to go in church, man. I'm like, well, I'm on the phone right but now. But is church still going on? Or oh, yeah, it was oh, still okay. going on. I thought this was after it was over. No, no. So these three guys, during church, while it's going on, instead of listening to the man of God speak, <laughs> I know they're security, so they're not they're supposed to, but like, instead of that, they, they approach you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I'm walking up. He approaches me, asks me to go into church. He didn't tell me, hey, go in church. He was like, hey, you know, you know, you know you're supposed to be in church. Right. What, not trying to be pushy or anything, because he knows me. And he um, he had repeated himself, because I don't think he heard me the first time, because yes. I, I had said, I'm on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I then I had mentioned, I'm on the phone with my mother. And he's like, oh, oh okay. That, that's, that and makes he walked it, away. It's all different now. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially because <laughs> he knew, knows the family. Exactly. Like, I guess it's... I can understand it because it's him, you know? Yeah, exactly. And he walked away, and he didn't say nothing, and neither did the other two. So we're walking, or I'm walking, yeah. and they leave me alone. And we, I hang up the phone because church services ended. Right. And, um, well, the, the communion that started, but the church service necessarily right. wasn't over. And actually, there's a part in the Bible. I don't know the verse. I know Michael does. <laughs> um, but he had mentioned that, you know, if you're not right with God or if your walk with God isn't, like, up to par or mm -hmm. something, then taking part in communion is not something you Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I've I heard that a lot. That verse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, he had mentioned that to me, so I was like, oh, so I get a free pass. Right, cool. exactly. I'm not right with God, so. How <laughs> <I love, laughs> Makes it. sense. I'll pass. And yeah. uh, so he had already gone out of the service, and yeah. then he was waiting in his mom's car. And I didn't know this. So right. he called me. He's like, hey, dude, where you at? And I'm like, I'm, I'm walking. Right <laughs> I'm walking towards the car right now, blah, blah, blah. And so I get around to the back of the church where that big old tree is. Mm -hmm. And um, 
where the original parking lot's at, yep. and he's very, like right on that little area where the planter is, where the trees are, yes. and the and the, um, the, the big old light. Yeah. Yeah. And he's sitting in his car, and there's one of the security guards that had originally approached me was walking around that area, ah. and um, he didn't really look at me, but he, you know. The security guard waved a little bit to stop yeah. and would be slow. Oh, I'm just looking around over here. Happen yeah. to be right where you are. Right. I'm not paying attention <laughs> to you. I'm familiar. <laughs> and so he was just waiting there, and I'm like, yo, I know where you're at. You know where I'm at? And he's like, no, where are you? I can't even see you. I'm like, I'm standing in front of the car, bro. Right here, bro. <laughs> I'm right here, you know? And he's like, I still can't see you. And so I used... Mr. Trekka as a yeah. reference point. I was right. like, all right, so this dude was wearing a hat, he was wearing his glasses, oh, his no. shirt. Oh no! <laughs> and he, this dude turns to me, no, like hello or excuse me. Yeah. He's like he looks at me. You got a problem? <laughs> and I was, and I, no. and I was like, uh, Mike, I'm gonna go. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, I don't have a problem. Actually, in fact, the guy that's standing directly behind you, I was just on the phone with him trying to tell him where no, I'm no. at. But if you want a fucking problem, we'll have one. <laughs> And it went over well. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did, because his eyes went like this. He was like, huh? Well, he wasn't ready for that. No, yeah, he wasn't. I expected you to kind of bow down. No, and I approached him, and I was like, you know what, dude? I don't know who you are. Yeah. Actually, in fact, how long have you been going to this church? <laughs> and I started to grill him a little yeah. bit. I was like, how long have you been going here? Oh, it doesn't really matter. I love it. Never like, does, oh, no, yeah. no, yeah, no, it, it freaking does. <laughs> how long have you been going here? And he's like, I've been going here for eight years. I'm like, oh, cool. I've been so going I've been here for 11 years. <laughs> so Got cool. you beat. <laughs> exactly. Like, So, yeah, I do know the rules here. And, yeah, I do know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And I know what you're not supposed to do. So Which is what don't you're doing. ever approach a man ever. I don't care if you're a security guard or yeah. what. And especially if he's bigger than you. Even even though I know size doesn't matter, regardless. It kind of does, though. I, I mean, well, speed. I, I'm not even getting into that. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that because I know some little homies. It does and it doesn't. But yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Same, same, yes. But like, but if someone can lay on you, then maybe don't. Yeah, if, if you're an older, smaller guy approaching a bigger, younger, younger dude, dude who's obviously got more energy than you. Tread lightly. Exactly. Walk on eggshells. <laughs> right. Don't challenge. That, you say to any man, you got a problem, either one or two things is going to happen. They're going to be like, oh, no, I don't want a problem. Or you're going to have a problem. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, I scared his because yeah. as soon as he was all like, oh, well, you shouldn't treat adults like that. I'm like, well, you shouldn't treat, treat members. You shouldn't treat this way. human beings that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and I told him as he was walking away, next time you approach me like that, like that again, I'm not going to be nice. <laughs> and I was, that was nice. I didn't, I didn't threaten him, but I was basically saying I was going to kick his butt. Yeah. So that was the first altercation. That was or the first not altercation. altercation. It was the first kind of confrontational issue. Now. We are going to continue the podcast. We've got to pause for just a moment. And we're back. Thank you so much for your patience. Although, all it was was just a clip, so we're going to take this <laughs> in pause. But, um, so, we were talking about the first instance of you kind of having a confrontation there with a, with a member of the security team. Mm -hmm. And were there more instances? What was kind of the, um, was it, was there more and multiple? And what was the consistency? Was it every other week? Was it every day? Like, how, how, how consistent was it that you were having these run-ins before, what, you know, what we saw, the video we saw on the mm -hmm. internet? So, I... Uh, as a lot of people know, church, at, well, not all churches, but a lot of churches do Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday, Wednesday night. Yes, of course. So I would go to Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And oh, you were, going, you were going all three. I had to. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. And, you know, Hardcore, though. Respect. Yeah. And <laughs> one thing I can say about that is you force someone to go to church, that's how you get them out. That's all I can <laughs> Whoa, say. Whoa. That's going to be the title of the podcast, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, please do it. I love it. I love it. Um, but anyways, um, they happened kind of one week to the like one week to the next. Really? So it was very consistent. Yeah, very okay, consistent. Gotcha. I had just started coming back uh -huh. and 
that first instance occurred. The second one really wasn't much of a, uh, an altercation at okay. all. It was just more of him walking up to me kind of aggressively yeah. and just being very demanding. Just in your face. And I, I had walked away, you know, there where the senior parking is in the very front. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've like on Sunday mornings when there's all new people yeah, there, exactly. you, you see people smoking up there yeah, all, all the every time. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You, and you don't see nobody coming up to them and telling them to leave because we want them to stay at right, our church exactly. so we can get their money, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, not basically, exactly. And you know what? Like, I can kind of see it from that from their perspective sure. again. You sure. know, we, we don't want to shoot people away from church. We want to let them do what they do, right. and they hold us to a higher standard. Yeah. Uh, okay, makes sense. But still, there's a better way to go about it. There is. And he approached me. He's like, uh, you need to get off the property if you're going to smoke that. I was like, no. I, uh, okay, I'm not going to be rude here, sir. And I, and I said this. Yeah. I'm not trying to be rude, but is there actually a rule stating that I'm not allowed to be on this property yeah. while I'm smoking? And he said, no. That I don't believe that there's a rule, but I'm gonna make one right now. <laughs> so Situational need, ethics. <laughs> yeah. So you need to either oh put that out God. and go inside, or get off the property and smoke that. Yeah, and it was it was it was dumb. And yes. I asked him, I was like, well, why why don't you tell the people on Sunday morning? Well, did you actually tell them that? Yeah, and I, and nice. I was calm. I wasn't trying to. Yeah. I wasn't trying to. The whole reason I was smoking a cigarette was because I was calm trying down. to calm down. So I was already stressed. <laughs> so I can handle church. Exactly. <laughs> I named this nicotine for Jesus. <laughs> That's a good one. It's true. <laughs> Not actual Jesus, just the preaching that you were doing. Yeah. Um, but um, I had So you weren't in his face. He says, I'm making I was, up a I was sitting right down now. on the curb, yeah. and he Have was standing smoke. over me just like, I'm like, dude, you know what? You don't tell people on no, Sundays, and why not? So why are you telling me? And he's like, you know what? It doesn't really matter. It's a, and just to make a long story short, I walked off the property. Yeah. Because I'm going to go smoke my cigarette and yeah. enjoy it. And, you know, obviously... He had some kind of personal vendetta against they me. They usually do. And normally, when it comes to any public building, there's like a sixty feet. In yeah, so there's, there's a code. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I I do understand that there was right. probably a rule, but not set in place there because people on Sunday morning are doing it. Yeah. Right. So, but the know. rule's different for you. Right. The one he just made up on the spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is uh, occurring week after week. Mm -hmm. Not we're not talking about for months on end, but you know maybe for a month or a few two or three weeks. So on and on and on, this is occurring. And these people are coming at you telling you, uh, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, be here, be there, don't be here, don't be there. Mm -hmm. So, are we close to the incident, or are we still, like, we're still... Oh, yeah, the, that, 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 that was the last one the before? The last one before the incident. Okay. And, um, you know, I had gotten looks from a lot of the security guards, sure. but they also knew me. Right. So, You're, they, they observed my routine. Yeah. And they observed that I wasn't causing problems, right. I wasn't going in classrooms and taking people away from what they were doing. <laughs> I wasn't freaking distracting anybody. Or selling any drugs. Right, and if I was distracting somebody, it's because they were already distracted. Exactly, they didn't want to pay attention. Yeah, if they were paying attention to the preaching, they wouldn't have seen me. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, but again, who? that's almost, if I'm using the term correctly, that's almost semantics at this point. Like, you know, who, who really cares? Like, you're you're doing your thing. It's yeah. whatever. So the day of the incident, um, this was a, it was a Wednesday night, if I remember correctly. Yes. It was a Wednesday night, and we'll, break, we'll pull up the video and break it down. But before we do, if you can... Again, in whatever detail you're comfortable with, kind of give me, because from what I understand, there was an altercation before the altercation. The person who, we're not going to bring up names unless you want to, the person who was videotaping only took out their phone to do it because there was already an altercation somewhat going on. Right. Can you kind of walk me through that a little bit? All right, so I get to church, mm -hmm. and just a little bit of background on the day, mm -hmm. kind of been a stressful day. Sure. And I didn't have any actual full cigarettes on hand. Gotcha. So what, what I like to do, and it, it, call it ghetto, a lot better than what I used to do, I used to just go to the freaking ashtray, 
get my lighter, kind of like burn the edge of it just so I can burn off all the germs, right? And then light that thing up. Yeah, yeah. That's gross. That, that sounds horrible. very gross. Yes. So I I thought about it one day, and my my buddy Michael got me into smoking tobacco out of a pipe. Okay. So I had my pipe with me, yeah. which I had actually classic. Yeah, Some I Ron I, Burgundy stuff. I quit smoking weed at this time okay. already. Gotcha. So I wasn't carrying it because I was trying to get stoned on the property, dude. <laughs> I was. That just, does sound like a great experience. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I uh, I was walking off the property mm -hmm. because I had already said my hellos. Yeah. I had said hey to um, Mrs. Idlet. I had said yeah. hello to, uh, I think it's not Nathan Beal. Um, what's his Caleb? name? No. Oh. I, I said hey to Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah But sure. uh, the other brother, Brett. Brett, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we had sat one. in front and talked a little yeah. bit. You know, I went inside and I made my normal rounds. Yep. Well, started from one side, from the back, shook everyone's hand that I knew, went to the front and went to the other side, and I said hey to everyone. Yep. That's just Always that's, what your, I do. that's your routine. Yeah. Yeah. And and now maybe I have a couple extra steps that involve cigarettes. Whoops. <laughs> oh. And like. God forbid. Yeah. And so <laughs> but I you, did that. Okay. But I had, I had already been in the church. Yep. The church hadn't started. It was okay. a good. It was a good time before. Yeah. And you know everyone already seen me there. You weren't disrupting anything. No. Okay. There was nothing yep. going on. Choir hadn't even lined up yet. Okay. So the nothing. orchestra hadn't even all sat. They down weren't even yet. there. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> they were all getting their stuff prepared in other rooms, but right. they weren't in the church service. Right. Um, so anyways, so you leave the, you leave the property then? Uh, yes, okay. I was walking around, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I need a freaking cigarette right now, right. so I take a walk off the property and I go down to the Roundup, mm -hmm. and uh, back to what I do with the cigarettes, I'll right. take the cigarette and I'll take the filter off and I'll bust open the your, paper and I'll yeah. get the tobacco in, because that's yeah. untouched, it's not yeah. like people have spit on it already, right. and it's not been in their mouth, it's, it's still full <laughs> tobacco, and yes. it's not, it's clean. Right. I mean, although it's going to kill you, it's clean. It's still clean, though. It's a clean death. I got yeah. you. <laughs> What's the joke about why do they tap the cigarettes uh, before they, uh, you know, because you know, I guess in old movies, right, they tap mm -hmm. the cigarettes. They have to wake up the cancer. That's the one. <laughs> I like that. Anyways, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm a fan. Like um, but anyways, not to judge, if you, and, and you smoke, so we're not judging that. We're just saying, like, we're yeah. just making jokes, people. It's just jokes. Anyway, can't so offend you, anybody. It's 2019. <laughs> not, oh not, in, not in 2019. <laughs> That's all this podcast does is offend people. So, so you're going... So you're going to, to grab some cigarettes. I walk around the roundup, uh -huh. and I grab I grabbed a bunch of cigarette butts, and I had them in my hand. Yeah. yeah. Grasped my palm because yep. that day I felt like I was looking fine. I was right. like, you know what? I'm good today. I feel like I'm going to church and I'm looking right. better than I was the first day. Oh, speaking of that, uh -huh. the first day that I got back to church, it yeah. wasn't like an altercation or anything, but I walked in, and this older guy, he's like, "Take off your hood." I'm like. No. I've done that to people. Yeah. Like, did you hear what I said? Take <laughs> off your hood. And like, yeah, I heard I what heard you, you said. No. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. And he just stared at me. And then that same dude I was talking about, William, yeah. he was like, oh, why are you coming into church looking like that? La, la, la. I'm like, uh, if I remember. Why are you coming into church selling meth? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, I, and I just looked at him and I was like, you know what? If I remember correctly, God says come to church as, as you, you are. are. Not yeah. come in the church you don't need to be looking. all polished yeah yeah i mean besides i look better than him in his dressed Hell. up crap anyway <laughs> but like you know what i'm sure it was open it was great because it was it was in a little group of people yeah. and i walked away i don't know if they, they were laughing at him or what but i said that i all i heard was like <laughs> <laughs> bunch of laughing i was like gotcha 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 yep but uh anyways i had uh, you had your butts i had my gonna, butts and the whole reason i was saying how i was feeling looking yeah. good and all that mm -hmm. stuff was because I didn't want to put those cigarette butts in my pocket. Because I did not want to walk in there and stink. Yeah. 
like sand. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, regardless, my hand was gonna smell, but right. I could go to the bathroom but, and wash up. Right, not your whole body. So I was walking and I was looking for maybe an empty pack that someone had tossed out their their car, right. so I could put them away, mm -hmm. or maybe just like one of the like the plastic parts that goes on it. Yeah. yeah. And so, couldn't find one. And so I just walked with the cigarettes in my hand. Yeah. And at this time, while I wasn't there, right. uh, my girlfriend had mentioned to me that she was, you know, she was She waiting. was there with yeah. you. Okay. It was her, this is her first time at that church, was that day. What a great intro. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> it was freaking fantastic. Oh, my God. She's dude. sitting on the side of the church on the stairs. Yeah. Um, a girl had actually come and talked to her yeah. and was very nice and introduced yeah. herself. And so you're I, supposed I believe to be someone's first time. Yeah, I believe she tried to... I don't know, yeah, like witness or, or oh, something. Okay, yeah, probably. But she was just trying to put her feelers out, seeing mm -hmm. what she's at. You seeing what she needs, Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and I love that. I respect that. Yeah. That's so awesome that she's doing that because that could change someone's life, you know, in the right instances. Sure. But um, Wooly had approached her and said, "Hey, what you doing?" And right. He's like, "I'm just different kind of approach." <laughs> yeah. And, but it was still aggressive from what she said. Yeah. He of was just very, was. "Hey, you need to go inside or leave." Yeah. He just go inside or leave, and yeah. she's like, "Uh." I'm waiting for my boyfriend. Yeah, who I'm here with. And he's like, it doesn't matter who you're waiting for. You need to go inside wow. or leave. And she's like, you know what? I'm here with April Carpenter, and I'm here with Christian Delafield. Right. They both they, they took me here. I'm waiting for him because I don't know this place. Yeah, I'm not just going to feel comfortable. No, old man, I'm not going to go inside with you right now. Basically, <laughs> basically, but she said it very nice. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But that's my, my takeaway. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I wish she would have just been like, I know. Yeah, I wish she would have done a lot of more things. Of but, course, but we always look back. Yeah, but she's not as rambunctious as I am. Right, right. Which is awesome. Sounds like, like a good like balance. You said, that balance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my man. And um, So she's standing, or she's outside. She's being confronted. Mm -hmm. You're on your way back. You're trying to, where am I going to put these cigarettes? Yep, and he, after she had mentioned that she came with April, mm -hmm. he went to go talk to her, apparently, right. just to go check. Because right. apparently if you're an adult and you're, you know, younger than freaking... <laughs> 30 years old, and nothing what you say has any credibility yeah, it to no, it. No, it doesn't have credibility. So, that's the rule. You didn't know? That's the other one you made up. Oh, man. <laughs> now <laughs> you know. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so you're on your way back up. She's been confronted, mm -hmm. and um, he comes back to her after okay. this. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he comes back to her and says, um, well, I talked to April, and her and I are both wondering, what's so difficult about you going into church? Everything. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know this place. Yeah. I'm waiting for my boyfriend. Yeah. And he just turns around and walks away. Okay. And so I'm walking up, and and she says, oh, you know what? In fact, that's Here him right there. Now. Yeah. And I'm walking out of the church, and he is following behind her about a good 10, 15 feet, but walking up to me. And I already have my headphones in. Right. I'm listening to music. You're prepared. <laughs> uh-huh. And, I, and I, had, I had given her the look, and she, she knows the look. And I was right. about, uh, I just kind of kept walking. Right. I wasn't gonna listen to him. Right, we're just gonna we're gonna go into church. We're gonna do our thing. Uh huh. And yeah. I just basically told her like, babe, let's just keep walking. Yeah. I have my headphones in. Let's just keep walking. Yeah. And so we're walking up, and, and you're avoiding confrontation. Mm -hmm. You're doing. And she's she's on my right side. Mm -hmm. I'm on the left side of this little tiny little freaking walkway. Yes. That, up, that they just up made. To the, oh, I don't. I'm not familiar. Um, with you that. know the, uh, the the parking the brand new parking lot. Mm -hmm. There's a little sidewalk on that parking okay, lot, gotcha. and where the trees are planted, but mm -hmm. it's really really small. And he decides to stand on my side. Of course. And, and he's yeah. standing there, hands in his pockets, just staring at me. And I'm, I'm not breaking eye contact with right. him. And I just walk up next to him, and I'm just staring at him, and I break eye contact, look forward, and I just keep walk talking. right next to him. Right. And he didn't move, and I only moved because I'm not trying to start crap. Right, exactly. And I know he was, so yeah. I avoided it, yep. continued walking. 
And the whole reason I didn't go straight into church was because my plan was as soon as I get on the property, I'm going to go to the car. Right, drop these off. Drop make these off. cigarette deposit. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to maybe smoke <laughs> a yeah, cigarette. That's the whole point of this. Get away, yeah. get away, smoke a cigarette, put the rest of them down, and go. Right. That was the entire intent, and then I started walking back to the church. Mm-hmm. And as I had walked past him, I guess he went back into the church right. and got his little security group. Right, of course. The squad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had made it up to the car mm-hmm. at this point. I put the cigarettes down. And I'm about five feet away from the car as I look down towards the church and notice that there's five security guards coming up. Oh, and I look That's at her. That's intimidating. Like, I know that you have this, um, um, as you call it, but like, you have that kind of spirit. Like, for me, I would have been like, man, I'm just going to, like, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying, like, uh-huh. I would have probably been pretty afraid at that point. And again, you're from there. You're familiar with these people. So you might have looked at it. I don't know how you looked at it. You might have looked at it as they have good intentions or something. But for me, I would have been, been freaked the hell out. Yeah, I looked at her as soon as I noticed that they were coming up. Yeah. There was no time in between looking at them no, and yeah. saying to her. I was like, yeah, shit's about, about to go, go down. <laughs> and you need to back up and you need to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Because regardless of what's going to happen, they're not going to care. Also enjoy your first visit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she kept like, babe, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And she, she didn't get know. it. And yeah. I just, re- I read it. And they're like, yeah. you need to back up. You need to stay back. Yeah. Because this is not going to be good. Good for you. And so she did. And um, he approached me. Immediately, it, his face was red because he was already pissed. Yep, he was already shaking. Right. Got on my face, like we told you so many times, you need to be in there or leave. So you need to get off the property. And I'm just like, Yo, whoa, man, well, I don't need to leave the property. Right, I'm going to church. I'm here for church. And he's like, uh, No, you're not. And I'm like, uh, Yeah, I am. Who are you? Yeah, to tell me that I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm an adult, man. And, and I've been here for how many years? Like this mm-hmm. is my church. Yeah, and so it it was a continual get off the property. But that was the ver- that was out as verbal as it got. I right. made attempts throughout the entire altercation to, like, I'm trying to do this before I go into church. I tried to explain, explain myself to them. from the beginning, but the only th- words I got out was, I was just, and then, no, He's, get off. Yeah, but interrupting you. Within, like, 30 seconds of him coming up to me and saying mm-hmm. that, it, it immediately got physical. Really? And he was pushing me, so, and he was grabbing my shirt, oh, wow. and trying to get me off the property physically. And I'm I'm trying to keep my cool, right? Because I don't want anybody putting their hands on me, right? So, but at the same time, he did put hands on you. Yeah. And, and what you're saying is, he put hands on you first. This wasn't he put a, hands on me first. Hey, old man, I'm gonna clock you in the face. It was, hey, I'm here for church. No, you're not leave. No, I'm not leaving. Well, I'm gonna push you to make you leave. Am I reading that all yep. correctly? You're reading it exactly how it went. And That's he started. Ridiculous. Yeah. Man. And he, the other guys were more like trying to feel out the situation. Sure. But they, they were still. Doesn't feel like they were as impassioned or involved as this guy was because no. they probably weren't the same people that have been coming up to you over and over. And he is right. Right. Is that correct. Yeah, I graduated <laughs> with that big tall. <laughs> f- I mean, I know. Yeah. I know that he's just a pansy, and everyone knows <laughs> in that church that he's a pansy. I've talked to so many adults of people that were in my class, mm-hmm. even teachers, and I'm not gonna name because yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to do that. Like do that, but they're like, yeah, we know he's a pansy. We don't care. <laughs> We know, and I mean, I, I don't even know his parents, but his dad went and posted something on my Facebook, no uh, way, on that video, and I was just like, look, dude, it wasn't like offensive or anything, yeah. he wasn't doing anything wrong, he just basically said there's two sides of the story, I'm like, For sure. well, guess what, dude, your son hasn't changed since high school, <laughs> still, he still wants attention, yeah. and he's still a bully, Yeah. so, 
deal with Holy it. Holy pansy. What a great combination. So and you're getting... Sorry, what were you going to say? And he's, okay, I'm just getting back to the No, point. you're good, yeah. And so they're continuing to push me. So they're still and, pushing you. And from what my girlfriend said, mm -hmm. they hit me in the chest a couple okay. times. And I told her this after the fact. I was like, if they hit me, that was weak. Because well, I didn't... Your adrenaline's pumping too. Like you're having an adrenaline. Yeah. And it was a lot of like, like pushing like that, yeah. you know. So yeah. So if that's what she mistook as hitting, then I I, I don't think way, it's hitting. It, either way, hitting or not, it's an altercation. And mm -hmm. they, well, what is it? They drew first blood us on Holy Pains all yeah. Sunday, but like they started it. So like that's they started it, and it's an alter a physical altercation that they began. So Correct. there's that, and it escalated really quickly. And the only time my hands were like was put on anybody is right. as like on the video yeah obviously and whenever they would put their hands on me and grab me right i would do this like you'll right. put your hand off yeah me. yeah if i wanted to that that video probably would never have started because right. i would have went off well it's all again everything you're doing from what i understand and i don't know a lot about martial arts but i've had a jujitsu match i've trained jujitsu mm -hmm. everything you're doing is defensive there's not an offensive at this point i've been in martial arts as well i was yeah. i was in martial arts international for okay. a while um, nice uh, gosh, here's another place. I learned karate a little bit whenever okay. I was younger. Did a little bit of taekwondo. So, so strike. So you have a striking background. Mm -hmm. What I'm seeing, my perspective is, you're de-escalating. You're using only defensive measures. You're not mm -hmm. punching anyone in the face. Nope. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna pull. Excuse me. Wow, here goes that monster. <laughs> we're going to pull up the video if you're comfortable with it and kind Let's of walk it. us through. So I don't know how we're gonna do this. We might try to do it picture in picture, show it up on the screen. But right now, that's what we're gonna do is just pull up the video. Um, and just kind of you walk me through the events of what happened here. All right, so we are going to break down the video now. Uh, and again, here's the guy that was in the video. And we're going to just break it down. You walk me through what's going on at each point. Tell me when to pause it. Tell me when to stop it so we and can... And before you start... Yes, go ahead. As you can notice, there's there's me right mm -hmm. there. I'm My hands are on my up. side. Yep. And they're not up. Defensive. Your hands are down. They're both... All three of them got eye contact with me, but you can tell in their body language that they're moving forward. Oh, yeah. Like, aggressively. Right. Gabe's back there in the back, but right. his hands are crossed. He's not... He's, his body language is not in, in an aggressive way. not aggressive at way. all, yeah. I'm trying to see what's about to happen. As you can see in his face, he's like... Yeah, he, no, he's he looks on ready, it, yeah. man. He looks ready. <laughs> he looks like he's about to punch me. Right. In this point, my hands have been in my pocket and out of my pocket and in my pocket and out of my pocket because, I, like I said, I had my knife on me. Right. I was armed as well, and I was prepared to not use it, but if anything, use it as something that would be like, oh, okay, I'm not going to touch this guy and back up. Right, but also... But um, I would not ever, ever use my knife unless it was a life-or-death situation Yeah. in a violent way. Yeah, but again, to, to bring that back, um, it is entirely possible that any three of these guys could have been... I'm not saying they were... But it's possible they could have been armed with a firearm. Correct. Correct. Okay, so <laughs> there's that. All right, are we good to go? Yeah, we're good okay. to go. Pause right there. Yep. He said... So as they're walking up to you, there's he's no been hands talking, yet. He's yeah. been talking crap the entire mm -hmm. time, just like trying to pick at me and trying to anger me and trying right. to get a reaction out of me. And right there he said something like, that's not going to work, friend. And I don't know what he was talking about. I don't remember exactly what he said. But he said, friend. And I said, I'm not your friend. Right. And I was... It's like, buddy. It's like, hey, buddy. Like, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a, uh, what's the word I'm looking He's talking down to you. I'm not, I can't think of the right phrase, but he's talking down to you. He's right. not your friend. <laughs> no. No. And so, at this point... It's like John Wayne calling you my room. Yeah. I was about to be like, hey. And you'll see in the video, Again, I was going to point out up. my girlfriend. I was going to point my girlfriend out and be like, hey, she's recording. You right. touch me. It's recording. Right. 
and I was just gonna put this all up. So fast. And I was gonna be like, my girlfriend's here. This is her first time, and I was just wanting to talk. Mm -hmm. And I kept repeating myself, "Don't put your hands on me." And you can't really see it much, but his hands out, trying to reach for me, right well, here, right, like exactly. He's by he's the big man. Right, but he's walking. He's walking towards you with his hand out. Your hands are down at your side. You're not going anywhere with your hands. You're you're trying to. Okay, look. People can say what they want, but you're right here with me. You're the guy in the video. Mm -hmm. It's obvious you're trying to de-escalate the situation while they're doing the exact opposite. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So the exchange of words here is you have to leave. What did he say? Something about friend? You have he to says, leave friend? I don't know what he said. He okay. said something, 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 friend. friend. And I repeated, I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. Okay. And so, go ahead and play. And so then. That's my help. So let me pause it. So you did get that out. You did say, yeah. that's my, you're trying to say, that's my girlfriend who's recording. You might not want to do this right now. Mm -hmm. That's what you were trying to say. And right. then. And so, so rewind it just a yep. little bit. And if you can do like a slow play-by-play, -play, like yeah. start and yep. pause. Yep. Right there. That's my girl. So it, right before I said, that's my girl, you could see his hand coming up to grab me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he had already gotten attached, like a hold of He's me. Got and so yeah. right there, I'm getting ready to twist and throw him. Right. Because he, I had told him, stop touching me. Right. I can walk by myself. I don't need your help. And I had said that prior yeah. to the recording. And what he decided to say to my stepdad whenever yeah. he got there is, this I was, is after the the, I had touched him and I had hit him. Yeah. There's no hitting. Like, yes, you, 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 you do a good drop here and yeah. <laughs> put him on the ground. But again, he touched you first and there's no striking here. No. That's painfully obvious. And, and, and the, the, like the, what they might consider striking mm -hmm. is whenever they grab my shirt, I went like this, get off. Yeah. Get off. That, that's, that was that's the extent. Breaking, but that's breaking the restraint. Exactly. That that's, was the extent that's not, of what I was doing. That's not a strike. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, are we They're good? agents of the church, so <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Church agents. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right. And here, as you know. Dude, that was a great, like, that was <laughs> Like, I know he's an old man and you're young, but the truth is he came at you first and he mm -hmm. should have been prepared. And he wasn't. And he yeah. just flung him. It was great. It was a good take. Down. Anything you want to say? You want to walk us through? I'll be Joe Rogan right now. Right. Walk us through what was going on when you. No. <laughs> but what was the? Uh, but like, what was going through your mind when you're t when that's happening? Or was was it all adrenaline? Just like it was all reaction. It at was point? at that point. It was a reaction immediately. I don't. And I can tell you at that moment, I had started to black out. But right really, there, I'm training yourself for weeks with this guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, but they're backing me up into a yeah. corner, so I I could feel myself getting close to the wall, and I just yeah. get, got more tense. Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, don't freaking don't do, do it, it, man. I'm warning you. Yeah. And so after that, if they wouldn't have gotten on top of me, I would have been on top of him. Yeah. That was my next. Move. That's what it's time for. And you know, yeah. that was my next move, right or wrong, regardless of that. In that You're situation, yourself, dude, if like anybody that's... else is in that situation, if when you're angry, like as you know, when you're yeah. angry, all logic goes out no, the window. No, it gets it goes out the window. Although, again, it was a good takedown, so not all your logic was out the window. Yeah, because um, I could have grabbed him, taken him down, yeah, and still held on to him. For but sure. I just decided in that moment. Think about it for a sec. Yeah. You're on video. You are on video. Right. <laughs> Whatever you do is going to be recorded, yep. and you might not be able to use this, and it might not be credible. Exactly. And like that all went through my head from the grab to the throw. That went through my head, and then immediately, as soon as he hit the ground, my next move was to go on him. Right. So thankfully, they pulled you they off. Pulled me there. They stopped it. And a lot of people are like, oh, man, why'd you let those dudes punk you like that? That's not, I don't feel no. like they punked me. <laughs> they, if anything, they were there for his protection. Right. They as you can see right there, I just I, I went for it. Right, I you're trying. You're, well, you're trying to get out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Am I right or am I wrong? Like, is that what you're? I, my I was trying to get out. Yeah. I don't care how if, old you are, what physical condition you're in. If mm -hmm. you put hands on me first, 
then you just change the whole dynamic of the situation. It's, it's not, this is no longer a verbal altercation. This is no longer a, you're just, just pushing on me. This is, you put hands on me to, what were you going to do? Yep. You put hands on me to do something. You moved past, I'm pushing you off my property or off the church's property physically. You moved to, now this is an altercation. Right. We're, we're coming for blows now. Right. And from here, during the play, yep. I don't know if you can see it. I will gladly but leave. You say, I will gladly leave. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I hear I was you trying say. to say, I will gladly leave yeah. if you guys stop touching me. Right. But I had been it's saying that the entire yeah. time. <laughs> and it didn't seem to stop them. And right there, what uh, Mikey doesn't have me in a yeah. headlock, but the other guy is attempting to get me in a headlock, okay. and eventually they put their hand around oh, me. Oh, yeah, well, then that's but it. But I put my chin down, yep. and hit, oh, my God, you have no <laughs> idea how close I was to taking a bite out of that fool's arm. I mean, it, it was, was right there. It was right there. Yeah. I didn't do it. And Good. Go ahead and finish it. Okay. You don't need to touch me. Thank you. And you don't need to touch me. Okay, can you talk me through what's happening with your girlfriend now? Yeah, she um, was standing back there away from the situation recording because yeah. she had felt that um, she had needed to start recording. Because yeah. prior to that, there was a lot more like aggressive pushing and yeah. a lot of grabbing and stuff like that. So she's like, I need to start recording now. Just in case something happens. Yeah, and it did. So it's a good thing. It's the only reason why that we don't have like a two-minute-long video. People right. are all like, "Oh, what happened before the video? What, what did yeah, you cut out of the video?" About that. It's a thirty-second video. Yeah. Or fifteen seconds. Yeah. I don't there's know. There's twenty. It's twenty-two seconds, I think. But there's plenty of context here. Now, I get. I do want to back up and say, um, I do get where because there's a lot of people on my page who are asking, "Well, I need more context," and I understand that. Mm -hmm. But the context is this is a church that's been abusing human beings. Sexually, physically, emotionally, mentally, and, well, and I want to touch on that real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it. The whole thing about me not having respect for that church mm -hmm. boils down to what has been done. And right. how these victims... It's not just this 20-second right. video. I mean, it's not even the act of the molestation. I, obviously, I'm pissed at that, yeah. and I think whatever happens to him should happen. But the fact that the actions that were taken after it were close to none yeah. is bad. People weren't notified, although, I mean, I can understand you don't want to put the victim's names out there, right. which you don't do. Right. But you say, this is what happened, right. this is who did it, you want to talk, we'll talk about it. Right. And same with the guy who actually got caught using our church's Wi-Fi to download child porn, oh my God. got charged twice with it. She Even if it didn't happen and it was just an allegation, you, you got to remove him anyway. Let's go back to what you said right at the beginning about the pastor saying, I'm so far, I want to be so far to the right. Mm -hmm. Where was that mindset when that happened? And I'm not saying, yeah. you, if, if it's an allegation, so if true. you're not sure if it's true, I'm not saying like, no, we're done with him, he's excommunicated. No, 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 I'm not saying to, 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 to put up the moat and, you know, whatever. Like, um, But I, I am saying, like, you got to use some caution with that. And mm -hmm. especially if your whole mo motto, your whole mantra, as far as I know, his life's verse is the same as mine was, Jude 22, in a sudden absent fashion, making a difference. If that's really your life's motto, and you're really trying to stay as far to the right as you can of anything that's wrong, then man, when something like that happens, even if it's just an accusation, you don't have to assassinate that person's character, nope. but you can pull them from any kind of leadership position and say, hey, look, we don't know if it's true or not. We're not saying it's true. We're with you. We believe you until you're proven guilty or innocent. But right yeah, now, you've got to chill out. We pa can't have you doing that. pastor would always be from the pulpit, and whenever he preached to us in the chapel, he's like, yeah. you know what, if there's something wrong, let's figure this out, man. That was what he would say. Well, let's figure it out, man. And you know what? But that's not what was going Never, on. Nothing was ever figured out. It was just like, let's hit the rub real quick. Yeah, <laughs> sweep that All right. <laughs> yep, we're not going to talk about that. Exactly. Let's talk about Jesus. Oh, Yay. God. You know what? No. It's true. And, and you know what? 
that is the saddest part about this entire yeah. situation. Is not even that that happened to me. It's the fact that everything else had occurred and people are already so uptight about other situations yeah. that they were intolerant of everything else. Because if that happened to somebody else who was from the streets, yeah, there would have been some heads knocked. There oh, was some blood oh, everywhere. Yeah, dude, yeah. And you know what? The funny thing about it is the very first night that I had any kind of confrontation, I had actually led somebody to Christ on that property. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so some dude, he walked up all loped out, man. Blue, right. blue, freaking blue oh, everywhere. Nice. I'm going to go talk to this dude. Yeah, dude. And so I said, what's up? Talked to him. Mm -hmm. And... You know what? We ended up talking about God and about yeah. a few of his problems that he was having, and I led him to Christ. They don't know that. No, and they don't want to know that. They no. don't care. They don't care. Yeah. And, and then not, but that's, but, I mean, we, we all have different views. Like, what if they approached him like that? Exactly. He'd be like, what's up, homie? Right. Just quick. <laughs> that would have been rough. <laughs> it would have been quick. <laughs> yep. But, again, what you're saying is the, the what should be the focal point and what should be the pride of everything they do is not. Otherwise, that would be the focal point, not this. Right. So going, sorry, do you have more to say? I don't want to say. So going back to the video, um, and again, what we're talking about is the context of it. Like, yes, the context is that this is was an ongoing issue for weeks, yeah. and that this the altercation itself. Yes, there is more context. There was more that happened before the video. But what happened before the video? And this is the guy that's in it. What happened before the video was just more pushing and more. Um, Lack of de-escalation from the security team, which that should be their entire priority, which should be de-escalating right. things. If they were to approach me and say, hey man, what you doing out here? You know, you're supposed to be right. in church. Right. If I would have been approached calmly. It could have been just that. The moment, if it wouldn't have started off with anger, it would have right. ended up with anger. Exactly. If it would have but started you, off, hey man, you need to go in church. What you right. doing up here? Right. I'd be like, hey man, I'm just putting my cigarettes away so I don't I'll smell in here, church. Yeah, I'll be oh, right Oh, okay. In. You know what? Thank you for doing that. I appreciate that. And just put your a, cigarettes away and go to church. Just be a normal, regular person. Done. Not all worked done. up. There was a conversation with law enforcement, right? right? And Pretty one-sided. Very one-sided. So let me ask you this. If I, if I heard everything correctly, it sounds like the church has actually filed something against you yeah, in regards to this. Okay, in regards to this incident, and a 602, I don't, I'm not law enforcement, you're not either. No trespassing. Okay, so it's a no trespassing. So mm -hmm. if you go back on the property, then what happens? I go to jail. Simply. But they didn't file against one against the drug dealer. Right, and yeah, my that, step, okay. My stepdad, multiple people's parents, multiple yeah. kids' parents had actually named him to the pastor and said, this man is selling drugs to our kids. Didn't tell him they to get off the property. Things. The dude who was looking at child porn didn't right. tell him to get off the property. Nothing was filed against all those That's kinds crazy. of people, but the one who's been going to church there been, and who's done. You you went through their school. Your parents, dude. I paid went. Money I went to, to the Philippines. <laughs> I went to the Philippines Jeez, with them on a mission trip. I was involved. Yeah, man. definitely. And but you you're no trespassing. Yeah, me. I, I can't. I, I can't be on that too. property. I bet I am too. That's a bummer. Yeah. And and now it's, did you have you got a chance to? Kind of follow up with that. Do you, did you find out if like that is has actually been filed? Have you seen um, anything? Yet? I, from from what we know, my lawyers yeah have said that nothing has been filed that they could see. Okay. So I don't know it if the paperwork process. Yeah, it may may not have gone through yet. It may be. It just still it sounds retracted. It Who still knows? sounds fishy to me that, that that someone, a member of law enforcement, is comfortable informing you that it's been filed. And again, I know I got. Leo's on here, so let me know if, like, hey, Stuart, you're retarded. Like, it's not, it takes time. Don't be stupid. So I may be going off, you know, mm -hmm. for no reason. But that's my my concern is, like, okay, if it was filed, then why can't someone, an attorney, a lawyer who has access to that information, why can't they find it? 
That's great. Right. Yeah, and, and I'm not really knowledgeable in that area yeah, either, exactly. so I'm not going to go too far into it. But It's conjecture. That, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we had a, a short conversation prior to that phone call that okay. I had showed you, and it was just like, honestly, I feel like he's just dealt with a lot of BS, and he's that just like, you know what, I don't even really want to deal <laughs> with this. I'm tired of this church. And, he, and so, again, the the I keep coming back to the context com context conversation because I mm -hmm. want to make sure that people get the proper context. The proper context is this church has no problem, or at least the leadership, the staff, I should say, has no problem with allowing actual criminals onto the property who they are aware are criminals, mm -hmm. but someone who grew up, who put money into, who put blood, sweat, and tears absolutely into their program, suddenly when you have cigarettes and you don't dress, you wear a hoodie, you don't dress how they want you to, and you know, you've been away from church for a time, now... You, and again, and the altercation, I understand that. But all those things together, that is much worse than downloading child pornography. That is much worse I guess than, so. than selling drugs to minors. Like, I don't I don't get it. I, I, I never will. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get it either, honestly. I just How I, do you think how do you okay, let's let's how do you feel like what do you feel like could have been the church's uh 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 steps here and, and a proper resolution with this as opposed to we're not going to talk to you we're just going to go straight to the police and file no trespassing well the funny thing is about it that after that instance yeah. happened my stepdad sent an email directly to pastor saying yeah. hey let's get together let's yeah, talk about let's this squash it and he ignored him and he said you know what we weren't going to do anything if you would have so talked was, to us was this can i ask and like, we can literally right after was this right so right after so before the video went online this email mm -hmm. was sent out. No, no, the video. Or do I have it back, backwards? Uh, no, no, no. The video went online a few days after, but the email was sent out before. Before the video went up. Yeah, actually. So okay, okay. There you have it. Mm -hmm. The whole thing, like my post, other people that have posted it and shared it, it had over that, ten thousand views. I know, dude. Not on not on my stuff. I don't. That's whatever. But like on the original post. So the, the that's crazy to me. You right. had a chance. He there's no way there's no way the pastor didn't know that that video existed. Mm -hmm. There's no way he didn't know it. So he knew there was what I would call, and we might have to edit it out, evidence of how ridiculous and bad this is going to look for them. It's out there. He knows it can be used. And instead of saying, oh, shoot, we better, like, I better, this guy, this, these are patrons of our church, if that's the right word, these people have, you know, put time and money, and, and, and their son has attended for many years, been a faithful member, and they've done all this work for us, and we had this terrible incident, and if I don't get on top of this, it's going to be real bad for me. And I've been given, I've been given, served it up on a silver platter. Here, mm -hmm. let's sit down and talk about this. And nothing. Nothing. And you know... It, it must have been spam. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and you know, the funniest part about it oh my was God, my dude. stepdad had a good conversation with him after I called him. I'm like, yo, I just found out that they filed a 600 yeah. asking, blah, blah, blah. He called Pastor immediately after yeah. that. And he said, you know what? We weren't going to do anything, but now we are. We're going to get our lawyers and our attorneys. He left a voicemail or actually connected? No, no, no. Him. He talked to him and like had like a 30-minute conversation with him. I was like, you know what? I sent you this email. Oh, like, all the stuff I'm telling you right now yeah. is from that conversation. Like, oh, I sent okay. you this email. I did. You had your chance. Mm -hmm. You had your chance. Now we are going to do anything. Shh. I'm giving you a week, though. If you remove this in a week... He gave him so much time. Oh, yeah. Uh, my dad is the... Oh, oh I, I, that, he's a man. He's a picture of patience. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just a freaking To man. his credit, yeah. That's, that's like the best way I can that's describe awesome. it, man. And he's like, you have a week. If that's not removed, then we're taking action. But he straight up on the phone call called Pastor out. Said, "Oh, 
you allowed this guy, yeah, you allowed that Chomo, you allowed all these yeah. people to still go, and you didn't file one against them. The same thing I told you, he said directly to Pastor. And Pastor actually said that he had no idea about the well, video. Well, of course, he yes. didn't know about the video. He didn't know about anything. It's not. It's not true. It's no, just it's not, not true. Because he's the leader of that church. He's the one who has to file that. Yeah, and, and look here's yeah exactly it's on him yeah and even if it's even if he's not the one that filed it it still falls under his responsibility mm -hmm. gripes go up and that, yep. that's just how it works dude that's wild so a good resolution to this was offered was given there mm -hmm. was ample ample time ample ability to say let's not have the video out on the world wide web let's let's get with these longtime yeah. members and support the church. He didn't even know that there was a video yet. I don't think he believed, I don't think he knew that there was a video. He had it had been mentioned. Me. It had been mentioned to him. Yeah. yeah, it had. He he went to the church, and talked to Wooly. Yeah. And now that I, I talked to him about a couple days ago, he said, "If I would have seen that video yeah. before talking to Wooly, I can tell you that conversation wouldn't have been a conversation. Would have yeah. been blows. Right. Because right. you just attacked my and son. And you're talking about your stepdad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And he said you just attacked my son. Yeah. So luckily. God had his hand in this whole thing. It didn't let me see that video until after I already talked to him. Otherwise, we had, had a real problem. Oh, yeah. yeah it would have been bad. Yeah, and of course. And so, like, it was just all bad. So video got posted. Right. 10,000 views. Mm -hmm. And freaking, I don't know if anyone's seen me around Elsinore. Like, hey, hey that's the guy little man. <laughs> Somebody even made a little meme. Just keep wearing that. Yeah, no, I dude, we have a, a few memes. I might throw yeah. them up. Oh, no way. Yeah, no, I'll show it to you. I've seen one, and it says, at this moment, new. Let me see if I can find them. We're not gonna call out names because I know they don't want it. Right. Um, but no, I've got memes for you, and we'll, I'll put them. I'm actually gonna. To I will, and I'm gonna put them up here on the screen for you guys if I can. Um, again, we're not gonna say who it is, but I do want you to know. <laughs> so, <laughs> are, you, are you familiar with SNL? <laughs> are you familiar with SNL? So this is Andy Samberg threw him on the ground. This is uh, FBC accountability for any scandals. I don't know if this GIF will go on the screen, but. Um, and then this one is <laughs> Church of Miami. <laughs> oh it says, God. some have compassion making a difference. It doesn't say all. <laughs> Not all have compassion. I love just that. Some. I'll send these to you. You need to have I them. love that. These are great. So, some humor comes of all this. Oh, uh, that's guys. hilarious. And <laughs> I think it's great. And, and these were done like, the these got like, as soon as it happened, I started getting these. No yeah, way. these were quick. These people are on it. So, um... So we talked about what the police and the lawyers had to say. We talked about the fact that easy peasy lemon squeezy resolution was offered. It yep. could have been squashed. It could have been. And I'm not saying again. I'm not saying that your family or anyone involved is would have been part of sweeping anything under the rug. So much as I'm saying there was an opportunity to have this resolved in an adult fashion, in a way that didn't have to. And by the way, the IFB is real big on keeping the police out of situations. Oh, they could yeah. have kept the police out of it, everything. But no. They chose to do this, which is just ridiculous. So, resolution was offered, it was denied, as far as I can tell. And so, from what you're telling me, Christian, the church hasn't directly reached out to your family in any way. The church itself, and I know some, and we're not going to get into it and cut it off if we want to, but like, I know there was a, a staff member, paid or non, that came by after to just kind of, you know, to make things right for himself. Yeah. And I'm not speaking against him, but he wasn't acting on behalf of the church. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Yeah, he came to me, he's like, you know what? I so sorry that good. I didn't step in a good and de-escalate the situation. Good. I didn't know what was going on, so I didn't feel like I had the right to step that in. That was quick. That was all in the moment. And so I apologize that this happened to you because I know you weren't doing anything. Yeah. I know you 
I've been going, I, he went to school with me. Yeah. Like, he knows me, dude. I mean, he knows I've had, you know, everyone's a troublemaker, but I was kind of loud, you know. But my teacher, um, I'm not going to mention her name, but she had yeah. mentioned one time, she's like, you know what? I trust him yeah. because he may do stuff in my class and he may act up in my class, yeah. but he doesn't hide a single thing. Here's the thing. He's honest about I, it. I like that. And there's a, there's a meme. I'm always talking about memes. But there's a meme about being the black sheep. As, mm -hmm. And again, this isn't meant to be that oh, has the freaking yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not meant to be about. a race thing or anything. It's just the the term the black sheep, which is the redheaded stepchild or the, the one that's always doing bad. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I might be the black sheep, but when stuff I'll say it nicely, when stuff goes south, I'm the one you come to. Yep. And I'm not saying that's me. I'm or or anyone. I'm just saying like that. That's what makes sense here. Is like yeah, yeah. I might be loud and proud, and I might you know I, I might be what you would term in that cult, not in the real world, in that cult, a troublemaker. But when, when stuff goes south or when you need help with something, you're going to hit me up. Right. That's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It's and true. I, I was a little rambunctious in school. Sure. But, like, it wasn't anything that the teachers couldn't handle. Right, exactly. I, and like I said, she was like, you know, he made, he was loud and he talked. But if I asked him, he'd be like, yep, that was me. Mm -hmm. Yep, I did this. Yep, you own it. I wouldn't lie. Yeah. I, I, could own, I could own it. Yeah. You know, and I just, like, the, the worst thing that is going to come out of this is mm -hmm. not even what's going to happen to church. Right. It's the view on church and yeah. on God now that people sure. have because of this. And yeah. if I can say anything to the viewers is like, this is not church. This is not how no. church should be. Absolutely Church not. is a place where you you'll try safe. to find God. You yeah. hear somebody teaching and preaching at you. It's hard to not look at it like that, but it's kind of how it is. But you go there if you want to learn more about the book that you have yeah. no understanding about. You know, learning more about God and how to improve your walk with him. It's not about going and being holy, you know, all that <laughs> crap. You know, I like you, it. the Bible says to have a personal walk between you and God. That's all that matters. And even if they're a pastor or they're an authority, they can tell you how to do things, and they may be right, but they still have no place in your walk with God. Their goal is to help you. Yeah. They're supposed to be a shepherd. There's exactly. no shepherding going on. And I know that's not the pastor that's doing it, but they are um, technically those are staff members of, what, is it, what do they call it? Um, agents of the church. Agents, I was going to call them God's Club. Agents of the church <laughs> I like better. But like, they're staff members. <laughs> that's some, I stole that from something. I just can't think of what it was. But like, that's what, that's not what that looks like. I, I like that mm -hmm. you kind of pulled it in with that like, hey, just so you know, I'm not saying this is church or God. Yeah, no. That's not represented at all in my opinion here. Maybe oh, Old well. Testament a little bit. I mean, they were savages back then. But like, yeah, the way it should like, look. Hey, stop that. It doesn't work out Okay, well. I'm sending Jesus to fix this. <laughs> you guys made a mess. <laughs> so like, but that that's, I like that you tied it in with that. Just saying like, hey, this is not what God and or church should represent. This is not the way it should look. It's not the way it should feel. This is not the way it should sound. Like this is, that's not of that is represented here. So. And a lot of people who know me wouldn't necessarily say you're a Christian, but they right. would say you are a Christian. There's some yeah. <laughs> they say there's something different about that kid, sure. and I can't really nail it. And that's what they say to a lot of the kids that come out of our mm -hmm. church because they just have that backbone about them. Yeah. And I don't know if like what they are gonna say, but they will say that there's something different. Sure. And it's God. It's it it's all up to how you interpret it in your own way, yes, but it's I about so. you and God. That that's it. I've always been straight up. I've always been 100%. Been yeah. like, you know what? You don't like what I do? I don't care if you like what I do. <laughs> you don't like that I smoke? I don't care. Right. You don't like that I drink? I don't care. Because yeah. I'll have to answer to it one mm -hmm. day, but not from you. Yeah. It's none of, it's none of your business. And you know, the, yeah. that the saying, only God can judge me, has right. become so much more evident the older I've gotten. And it, mm -hmm. it, I understand it more now. Yeah. 
is true because only God can judge you. And if people kind of take that into perspective and try to realize what that really and means, act on it, their walk with God would be so much easier. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So much. And again, I don't, you know, people know I rage against church, but I go to church on occasion. My dad's a pastor, so there's that. But like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, the way God looks and the way God works, that as far as, again, everyone has a different belief. I'm in the like, if there is a God space and people don't like that and I get it. And people think that I'm an atheist because of that. And I don't know what I am. So let me just say once and for all, like right now, I wouldn't necessarily identify as an atheist, but it's okay for me to not know where I'm at with God. But I like everything you're saying as far as, kind of makes you know, the prodigal son thing. It's kind there of like you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm out here doing my thing. So <laughs> I like what you're saying, though, because what, what I hear from that is I'm not, you're not saying that you do have to or don't have to go to church. You're just saying a walk with God is priority. And if you've got someone lording over you, telling you how you should do it, maybe check out a different church. Yeah, if anything, <laughs> if someone's just trying to help you, yeah. But if they're saying this is cut and dry, black and white, this is how you do it, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of yeah. a, a slippery slope. Yeah, if you if you can find a church that has their priorities with family, God, yeah, 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 yeah. and then there, there's one more, uh, family, God, church. Yeah, instead of God, church, family, or church, God, family. Either way, <laughs> as long as the family is first, even family has to be first. Mm-hmm. And then you get God. I like that so much because that's not what I grew up on. That's not what I learned. That's not what I preached even when I was an assistant pastor. Mm-hmm. I preached that God and church are first. Man, if you can get those priorities right and say, hey, there's family, and then all this other stuff that falls underneath it. Yeah, that's so true. true. That's so true. Well, I, I think we covered a lot of ground today, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want to cut you off. Is there more you want to say? Than- uh, if anything, all I can say is don't let this affect your walk with God because it's not. I like it. This isn't God. I like it. This isn't God. Maybe that'll be the title of the podcast. So anyways, thank you guys so much for sticking around for all this. I know I know, people get mad at me, and I get it, because I, I, I build up what it's going to be about, and then I wait until the end of the podcast to talk about it. But to be fair, I told you in the beginning, it's further in. So don't get mad at me, please. At any rate, thank you guys for sticking around. Thank you so much, Christian, for mm-hmm. taking the time out of your schedule. This guy's going straight from here to work. <laughs> so thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to the viewers and everyone that wanted more context and more information on what happened before, after, during, all that stuff. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Night Mother's Podcast.